Ta-da! Aloha, shifters, multidimensional dreamers. Welcome and thank you so much for tuning in to another very exciting live broadcast edition of Paradigm Shift Central Dream Class presented here live tonight through ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real-world interactive game to help shift consciousness. So there we go, guys. Uh, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for your patience. Uh, as per usual, there was just a little bit of a glitch and a hiccup, but I'll take full responsibility for that in terms of not fully being aware of the fact that I had the mute button still muted. So nonetheless, we are able to move forward with this, and thank you guys so much again for tuning in. And of course, this is going to be another awesome opportunity <clears throat> for us as a community to be able to come together and to practice talking about topics related to dreaming, lucid dreaming, and the nature of our multi and our nature as multidimensional beings. So as we get into this broadcast, we will be having other people joining the Hangout. And uh, as per usual, if you guys want to join the Hangout, all you got to do is go to paradigmshiftcentral.com and then follow the link for the Paradigm Shift Dream class for July 6th, and then you'll see the big button that says join the Hangout, and then you will be able to join the Hangout from there. So some, uh, some books that I can read for you guys, but in addition, uh, this main in, the main intention of these broadcasts is also to be able to create that community circle so that we can practice talking about the topic of dream exploration to begin with, to be able to help bring in more resilience, more accountability, more vigilance, and more awareness as to how we can develop our relationship with our own dream practice. So it's been a while since we've done dream class and uh, it is always a very exciting class that we want to be able to bring to the paradigm shift community because I think as we continue to study dreams, we continue to become more aware of our potential within this reality. And uh, that's something that we can talk about um, as we keep moving forward into this broadcast. And uh, again, yeah, there's <laughs> bit of a pause at the beginning so um and with those of you tuning in on the youtube live thank you guys so much for tuning in and thank you everyone for tuning in in the future and again really looking forward to being able to have more people join the hangout so that we can continue to uh, see what some of the other perceptions are related to the dream exploration process um I do have uh, one person who is currently in the Hangout as well. And uh, just before we get the talking stick passed over to them, again, a reminder that ParadigmShiftCentral.com is a platform for creating conscious media and a global team of shifters, people actively helping work towards shifting consciousness. And through there, you can check out all sorts of conscious media, such as quest journals and conscious articles and lots of new videos including the uh, newly released Mystic Spider-Man video, which I invite you guys to check out. And uh, in addition to that, there are other broadcasts such as Paradigm Shift Team Building, Hangouts, Dream Class, which is what we got, Destiny School, and Admin Meetings and Global Meditation. So you can sign up and create your profile for free online, and you can support the project by signing up as a monthly micro-contributor through the team Patreon for the asking monthly donation of 3 to $5 a month and in turn get your shifter booster kit. So huge shout out to all the team Patreon supporters and I'd love to be able to have some more team Patreon signups within this broadcast. So thank you again guys so much for tuning into this and uh, we'll get into some general discussion about dreams and everything. But again, I'm reminding you guys that this, this broadcast is a co-created opportunity. So inviting you guys to join the Hangout. And as we do that, we'll continue to evolve the discussion. So if you guys want to join the Hangout, 
follow the link. I'll link you to it in the YouTube. Follow this link and just make sure that you're already signed up on the main website. So with that said, I'm going to see what um, there's Time Lord who is in here, and Time Lord, I've seen them pop in in the past. So, Time Lord, if you are there, we're gonna unmute your microphone, and I'm just gonna pass the talking stick over to you, and just do a quick test. So, Time Lord, if you're there, just the Time Lord. Hey, Brandon, can you hear me? Can you hear? I. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. It's uh, it's pretty staticky. I'll be honest. Um, I, maybe I'm on a wireless connection. Maybe I should just mute it. Uh, not. Sh I think it's really just the microphone quality, but I can try boosting it on my end. So I don't. I my camera is seen giving still pictures. It won't. Yeah, don't worry about the camera. The audio would be primarily, but. All right, testing one, two, three. Try uh, try moving yourself closer to the microphone and just uh, see what we get out of that. Oh, you know what? I got this. Okay, that's not too bad. If you're that close, then we can go with that. It it had a, a volume thing on it. I forgot. Oh, okay, cool, cool, perfect. All right, that sounds that sounds like it's coming through pretty good. So awesome. All right, so um, Time Lord, thank you so much for joining the the Dream Class tonight. And uh, we're just gonna take a couple moments here to make sure that everyone's situated. And we do have another person who recently joined, so we're just gonna get them introduced, and then we'll pass the talking to ground. And uh, when we do that, we're, what we're going to do, we're just going to go around the talking circle. We're going to get ourselves comfortable here. First of all, we'll, we'll take a breath and just allow ourselves to center in amidst all the, all the chaos of technical uh, hubbubs and, you know, all that good stuff. So nonetheless, what I want to be able to do is I want to be able to invite you guys to just introduce yourself in terms of just say your name, where you're from, and then share a little bit about what brings you to dream class. So basically, why are you interested in the study of dreams? So again, as I... As I think I said during the non-recorded part of this broadcast, when we had the, the technical difficulty, a big part about studying dreams is that through the process of studying dreams, you begin to awaken more to our multidimensional nature uh, as our, our nature as multidimensional beings. And through this process, you begin to awaken to the idea of how much our thoughts actually create within this reality. So again, we'll continue to expand on more of that. Um, so before we do that, though, I just wanted to see... Uh, we had another player, Pandora, who recently joined. So Pandora, when you have a second, please feel free to unmute your microphone and we'll do a sound check for you. And whenever you're ready, if you have a microphone, feel free to jump in. So I think Pandora may just be on standby for the time being. That's okay. So Pandora, if you're even in the chat, feel free to leave a message in the chat. Inviting people to join into the Hangout as well. So again, guys, you know, a big part of the reason why we do these discussions is because it's really about practice. It's about being able to practice, talk about the things that we don't normally get a chance to talk about. It's being able to connect with the community. It's being able to educate, inspire, and continue to move forward on this path as dreamers awakening within this shared dream. So uh, it looks like Pandora is there. So Pandora, yeah. do you want to just, yeah, go, go ahead. Just test your microphone. Just say hello. Hello. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Awesome. Sweet. All right. Um, Pandora, do you have a second name? I'm just trying to figure out if yeah, it's, it's Emily. Emily. Okay, cool, cool, awesome. Um, have you been in broadcast before? Is this Emily? No. no? Okay, cool, awesome. Well, I I haven't been on one of these before, but I I yeah, I've communicated with you a bunch. 
right okay yeah just putting names to faces and everything like that so <laughs> cool well awesome pandora emily thank you for joining the hangout and time lord thank you for joining as well and thank you everyone for being here and let's get right into the flow of what dream class is about so again we've done dream class in the past and every time we do it it's really interesting because i think when we look at our dreams as a collective like there's an important when we share our dreams as a collective there's an important thing that's going on here and really it has to do with documenting not just the the ongoing shift in consciousness from the physical point of view but the ongoing shift in consciousness from what is happening within the dream space so as we begin to study dreams more and more people are shifting from this idea of oh they're just a bunch of stuff that happens in our head and it doesn't matter to oh they're actually genuine experiences that our souls are continuing to learn from as we continue to evolve not just within the physical plane but the spiritual plane which in turn affects the spiritual plane and vice versa. So I'm very excited to be able to use this class to document some of the things that have been happening within the dream space, so to speak. So um, Time Lord or Emily, if one of you guys wants to go first, we can just introduce yourself and just share a little bit about what brings you to dream class and why you're interested in studying dreams. So um, if one of you wants to go first, go ahead. I'm just kind of maybe I can, Time Lord. I can, yeah, okay. And you, uh, my name is Thomas, Thomas Osmond. Thomas. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, well, recently, you know, for years I've been, everyone's dreamed their whole life. I mean, we, we've all just thought it's sort of a fun thing or whatever we do to sleep. Hold on, hold on Thomas. Uh, your audio is kind of like going like really high, then really low. I'm not sure if you're pressing something, but just no. See if we can normalize that. Go ahead, try again. Okay, testing, can you hear me? Yeah, it sounds okay. And then it might go really loud for a second, but go ahead. Uh, you know, I just I just recently had some very specific, you know, I've been practicing the, the lucid dreaming for a while through a variety of ways, you know, through, through smoothies and sort of my own, you know, meditation, you know, even just cleaning up the place itself to feel more tranquil. And uh, I'm getting to a point in my dreams where, you know, my most recent one a couple days ago was actually very, uh, very lucid. It was, it, was, it was actually in a state where I had a, sort of a mind power in the dream itself. And, uh, you know, you go through it and I can remember all the, all the events and, and kind of the, uh, the representation they, they cause, you know kind of jumping around from these different mm -hmm. sort of groups. Is my sound okay? Uh, your, your audio is still kind of jumping up and down. I'm trying to work the uh, levels on my end. I'm not sure if maybe it might just be a plug that's not plugged in all the way. It's a USB. It's plugged in. I, let me, it could be my internet, but let me turn this fan off. Sure, try that. I think it's like picking up extra levels in the background or something. Okay, try again. Okay, testing. Can you hear? Okay, it sounds fine now. And if there's an issue, I'll let you know. But it might have been the fan. So, All right. uh, you know, I just getting to the point where uh, you realize that you actually need you need you know cooperation from other people. The you know the other people in your life that you uh, that you your realities mix with, they too have to somewhat be aware of what you're doing in a way, or or maybe not aware, but but just. You know, I, I tell some people to, when I tell them about these type of dreams and, you know, the real power that they actually have, I tell them to just pretend, 
you know, just because you don't believe me totally in what I'm telling you in a dream about a dream or or what's what we can do in them, fake it. You know, it, it, it's unfortunate, but we have to deal with the people that that influence our realities or limit our connection to them. But you know, it's just it, it's just a it's just a we have to go sort of on a, a very friendly rampage with people. You know, not just here in this group. You know, you guys, the, this type of group is obviously people that that know this or are so interested that they take the time to do this. So it's like we kind of have to go out and be de facto leaders with their family and, you know, kind of discuss with them and talk about these experiences and, and you know, kind of give them, I wouldn't say ultimatums, but tell them, hey, either help me or, or you're going to help me or you're going to hurt me, you know, in, in just your general thought process. It's tough sometimes, you know, talking with people that, you know, family members and whatever. But, you know, anyways, I just, you know, I just tell you and, and anybody that comes on here, you got to kind of, you got to kind of go on the, you know, you got to become a, a teacher no matter what, if you want to be successful with it. But I'm kind of, my kind of question is, in your opinion, do you think, how far do you think lucid dreaming can, can take us? What can it really do for us? You understand what I'm asking? Like, what are the what are the real world benefits in addition to the places you can visit and the experiences and even the bliss you receive when you're in them? Have you had any uh, really good experiences with your dreaming yourself? Visited places, strange alien worlds, or anything like that? I'm I'm asking you. I'm kind of asking you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's thank you, Time Lord. And um, yeah, the microphone's kind of like in and out, but it's we'll, we'll make do with this. So, but no, I think I think what you shared there um, are some great points and everything. Just about again, you know, a big part of this is, is is like learning how to slowly be an ambassador for these conversation topics to help invite other people to get interested in them. Because as we've said before, I think the great topic about dreaming is the fact that everyone dreams, so therefore it's a great jump point for people to start getting interested into bigger topics, uh, whether you're just referring to it as spirituality, metaphysics, or, or anything else. But yeah, in, in terms of uh, everything, and, and in terms of, your, uh, in terms of your, your question about just like, you know, like how far can lucid dreams take us or how far can dreams take us, I think that really is a wonderful question because, you know, I've said before is that like, you know, this this reality is like fueled by mystery. And, and I think like the dreams are always going to be subjective to the individual. And in many cases, they're a reflection of like where that soul is at, so to speak. So, I mean, you know, like the dreams for one person aren't necessarily going to be the dreams for another person. And that's due to variables that we simply can't necessarily quantify. Like maybe it's based on karma. Maybe it's based on what you've studied in past lives. Maybe it's based on like the amount of like dedication that you've continued to put forward and the consistency and also like it seems to be that you know dreams are are not just like something that are purely actualized by our own actions but are in some way uh sort of determined by like this like uh not external but like this like ultra conscious aspect of ourselves that in some way can choose how to deliver uh what dreams come to us where and when so i mean like i know that like when i spend the when I do the certain things that I need to do my dreams can become very interesting they can very like potent and stuff like that have I had like super duper visceral dreams where I've like straight up been on other planets and everything like that I don't want to say no but at the same time they're not something that's like at the forefront of my consciousness so for me like 
this discussion and everything i just want to like be transparent with everyone is that like yes i'm interested in lucid dreaming but i'm kind of coming in from like the middleman perspective of the idea that i'm not necessarily an expert and i know that in order for me to get better at my dreams it takes certain like aspects and commitments and and things that i have to be consistent with and techniques and practices and everything like that and when i'm not doing those my dreams like don't don't actualize in the same way. I don't experience them in the same way. Um, and this is something that we've kind of talked about before, because sometimes, you know, like that's not necessarily always a bad thing uh, because sometimes, you know, like there's like enough going on in our physical reality to keep us immediately focused and committed to doing what we need to do. And sometimes, you know, if you're like working, you know, like a 20 hour shift or something like that, and then you go to sleep and then you have a dream that's like 30 hours long and then you wake up again for another shift in the morning that can be exhausting. So like sometimes there's almost like a practical aspect to the idea that we don't always remember our dreams. But I think um, when we do put the intention towards engaging with our dreams, the universe definitely responds to that. And, and again, you know, like I've had some dreams that I can recall. I usually do remember my dreams, but like not super in full detail compared to when I'm like specifically working on them. So um, yeah, yeah. But, but I think where can dreams take us? That is like beyond the eschaton. And, and, and I think they are, uh, in many ways, just to kind of like really put it out there, uh, again, keeping in mind that dreams are basically like running parallel to, to experiences that we have researched and studied and experienced through experience, through psychedelic experiences, through experiences with DMT and everything like that. So, I mean, you know, for people who are equally interested in like a DMT experience, what if someone were to tell you that that same degree of experience can actually be experienced within a dream? But again, you know, I think that's something that takes practice and it takes discipline and not maybe not everyone will kind of reach it uh, within this lifetime. But with the focus and intention they can open themselves up to new experiences. And, and I'll just say this and I'll pass the talking stick around and we'll get Pandora introduced here in a second. Um, again, you know, like for someone to have a visceral dream that may be a dream unlike any other dream they've had, be it lucid, you know, be it them experiencing an out-of-body experience, that can radically shift their entire life path, you know, because a lot of people, they... They come into this reality and they're lit, they're birthed through the story of just like everything being the physical reality and, and, and that's kind of where they are. And then one dream where they're just like experiencing something so otherworldly, something that feels realer than real, then, you know, like that can definitely open up a whole new door of perception, so to speak, for them to begin to look into. And they're just like, okay, there's definitely more to this reality than meets the eye. So dreams can sometimes be brought to us in like an instant without us fully act without us fully like manifesting them intentionally. And then sometimes they remain dormant until we manifest them intentionally. So um, that's where these discussions are important because I want to learn more about what other people's relationships with dreams are. Um, but Time Lord, I'll pass it back over to you. If there's anything you just wanted to say in response to that, since that was your question or just where do you think dreams can take us? So go ahead and just check your mute on your microphone. Oh, I thought I was unmuted. Yeah, go oh, ahead. No. You're good. No, like, I mean, I... I, I might be pretty crazy to say this, but I think dreams, uh, you know, are there are portals to 
they can actually for the for the people that really really get into it really know how to do it can do some of the things you see in science fiction like physically move themselves from a location in this physical dream we're in now because that's what we're in we're in uh we're in a bread and butter dream as it is now i i haven't experienced like you i've only experienced dreams like you say i've, I've had a few fragments of memories and uh kind of a mix of uh, ideas of people here and there and you know, I really only have had maybe two or three really good ones recently, and the re the one I had a couple nights ago was amazing. I actually, I you know, just the the actions that are in it are cartoony and stuff. But you know, in one of them, there was a there was a cat that showed up, and it uh, it like digitally jumped around, and I blew it up with my mind. Like, and then I woke up from the dream. You know, it's just like that sounds ridiculous. Well, it's just, you know, it's just, it, it, I look through, uh, you know, all this symbology in my life, and it means something very specific to me. You know, I'm not going to explain it here, what it means to me, but, you know, I, I really think that we, even us, the best of, of, of this type of thing, are underestimating what that type of dream state can be. You know, um, I'll ask, I, I, I saw your video recently about the, um, you know, the, um, the, the mushrooms you took. That was you did that right. You took the uh, the mushrooms recently. Yes. Yeah, that video was from a year ago, but yeah, uh, okay, five grams. I mean, it still feels like yesterday. So yeah. It was, now that experience, I, I've never done any uh, outside thing like that, and I, I want to. I, I mean, I, but let me ask you this: you know, we're, we we want to do it. But we want to do that kind of uh, dreaming, that understanding, without any outside thing. Eventually, you know, like. So do you think taking, uh, do you think, in your opinion, do you think I should try maybe some uh, mushrooms or some peyote or something like that? Or should I just continue with it like in a natural state, like just trying to do it through protein drinks and, and health food and that kind of thing? And uh, just my thought, I'm kind of asking, do you think I should try something like that, in your opinion? I'll just say this and, and, and we'll uh, pass the talking stick over to Pandora soon uh, as well. And, and I think like and I think it's a genuine question that you're asking and stuff. Um, me personally, I can't just say like, oh, I think you should do this. Like that, that's really unfair for, for me to say, uh, be it to you or to anyone, especially with the topic so uh, sacred, such as like psychedelics and everything like that. Like if it's something that you're interested in, I would encourage you to research it and, you know, just like reading other people's experiences, because sometimes even just that can start help fuel the imagination and everything. But I know a lot of people they're, they're they'll they'll kind of like look at things and, and they'll be like be like oh like psychedelics are amazing but like I can experience like all my natural highs just through meditation and everything like that and the breath is like you know when you're when you're working with any sort of substance a very simple way of thinking about it is the idea that like when you're doing it it like opens your chakras and like different substances will like kind of open chakras in different ways like even cannabis but again even the breath, so the breath is a chakra opening, opening experience when used in that conscious way. But <clears throat> I do think that like the the technology, the, te the sacred technology, the interface between the human consciousness 
uh, waking consciousness and the psychedelic substances like such as mushrooms or, you know, anything else and everything like that does provide a unique experience that can be incredibly beneficial and incredibly heart opening uh, for the human experience. Uh, to be able to to have firsthand, which then can in turn help one understand more about the relationship to the dream space as well. Um, because again, you know, like when, it, when I was doing the five grams, like the one thing that was incredibly obvious to me was the fact that like the reality that I was experiencing right there was parallel to the dream space, like was parallel to the dream reality. Like it, it, it the, I mean, it's hard to kind of put into words, but, you know, like me sitting there on five grams of mushrooms was almost the exact same feeling as if I would be sitting lucid within a dream, so to speak. It's, it's kind of like one in the same. Um, but again, I can't just say, like, I think you should do this. But for anyone, I would invite people to do their own research and really just kind of like be super, super patient and don't even necessarily look for it if it's meant to happen, it will find you kind of thing. Um, so, I mean, yeah, just disclaimer and everything like that. Like we here at paradigm shift central do not advocate the use of illegal substances and so forth and so on, do your own research, et cetera. But, um, yeah, uh, Thomas, did you want to just reply to that? And then we'll go around the talking stick again in a second. Uh, no, I, I was just, I was just joking about, it. I was just saying, you know, I, I'm checking the disclaimer on that. Right. <laughs> Let me just ask you, go ahead. You, you regret the experience yourself doing it no no not not at all um i i mean never have i regretted uh, any of the psychedelic experiences that i've had even if they do like result in quote unquote like a bad trip i've never had like a bad trip even though sometimes within trips you'll like your thought might go somewhere and everything like that but it's going in a place that can help you see more of yourself and so, I mean, again, you know, the, the benefit of talking about like uh, dreaming and dream exploration parallel to psychedelics is that you understand that both kind of are helping us reach a similar um, direction. And that is to hold a magnifying up to like the subconscious or the superconscious. So, I mean, I, that's what dreams do. You know, they, they take like the parts of ourselves that maybe we don't want to see and they'll put them in front of us and we'll have to look at them. Psychedelics will do the exact same thing uh but at the same time they can also be incredibly like like just like heart opening and just like a deeper compassion for yourself and for family and for connection and for the present moment and again you know like dreams can do that too like sometimes this this is kind of like a sidestep but uh again just kind of like looking at parallels behind dreams and psychedelics and everything like that <clears throat> Sometimes, and I'll just say this, and then uh, I want to pass the talking stick around. I know I keep saying that. Thank you, guys. Um, <clears throat> sometimes within dreams, and let me guys know if you've experienced this. Sometimes within dreams, every now and then, we'll have a dream where we'll actually uh, experience like something like bad happening to someone who we care about. And, and and what can actually happen is that like, as much as that dream can sort of be like traumatizing in that moment, when we wake up, that can actually help us reflect on our gratitude for the fact that that person is like still like in our life or is still present, uh, if they happen to be uh, at that time. And so like, sometimes, you know, like a, a dream experience can evoke you to like, wake up the next morning and call your friend and be like, be like, Hey, man, like, like, whether you tell them about your dream or not, you can just be like, Hey, I really like miss you. Let's hang out sometime. And then that can actually help like trigger things and move things forward and stuff like that. So um, yeah, dreams are interesting, because things that can happen in a dream can 
when observed consciously can help consciously or unconsciously uh, move us towards actions within our life, within our waking state as well. Um, I mean, that's just scratching the surface though. Uh, okay, so I want to be able to pass the talking stick around. Time Lord, was there anything else? Again, just going back and forth between me and you, is there anything else, comments or anything you want to say at this point? And we'll get back to you later. No, give, give somebody else a chance. I'll think about cool. it if I want to say anything. Awesome, man. Thanks for joining, Thomas. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So uh, let me just take a second here. I just wanted to um, check in real quick on people in the live chat. We do got about 16 people tuned in on the live chat and um, about, uh, yeah, awesome. Okay. So let's pass the talking stick around. And again, just inviting you guys that if you do want to join the hangout, you can go right to paradigmcentral.com forward slash or live.paradigmcentral.com forward slash join hangout. And I'll post a link again into the live chat. You just need to be a member to join or send me a link if you need a direct link. Um, I did want to be able to possibly read some dreams from a friend of ours who we've actually read in the past i'll just have to check in with them and that can actually be kind of like a cool place because she does a really good job of of just like documenting her dreams and reading some of her stories is actually kind of like a great example of like what is happening in the dream space what can happen in the dream space again you know in the dream space like it's that's something we can talk about. What are the things we can do in the dream space? You know, Thomas kind of mentioned it, like this idea of like teleporting, moving things with your mind. And again, it's the idea of awakening. It's the idea that all is mind. And then how much of those abilities can actually bleed over into the waking state? That's the interesting question. So um, never uh, an infinite amount of topics to discuss when it comes to dreams. So let's uh, see if um, we can pass the talking stick around and, uh, Emily, if, if you're there, uh, we'll pass the talking stick over to you in a second. And just you can share just uh, like who you are, where you're from, if you want, and what brings you to dream class and just why you're interested in dreamings and maybe any questions that you have for the group. So, Emily, when you're ready, we're going to pass the talking stick over to you. So if you're there, go go ahead. OK, Um. yeah, I'm Emily and I am in Arizona. And dreams have always been a huge part of my life. Ever since I was real little, um, I've had premonition dreams. And I've also been able to, like, go into the life before I came. Like, um, for instance, um, I've had dreams of certain situations that happened to my mom and her parents before I was born. So dreams have always been very interesting to me. I've had a lot of dreams where um, things have come true and it's just kind of bizarre for me. And then um, like I, I, I lucid dream and I didn't know that I was lucid dreaming until I read about it probably in my early 20s. And honestly, I kind of think that a lot of people um, don't really know that they are lucid dreaming. And they have a hard time with it. They get like, oh, I don't know how to do that. There's no way I'd be able to do that. But actually, I think that they they do kind of slightly lucid dream without actually even knowing that they are. But anyways, yeah, dreams are just a big part of my life. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining Emily. And uh, yeah, again, just some of the things that you mentioned there about premonitions within dreams. Uh, I'd love to hear other people's experiences with that or Emily, even if there's anything else related to that, that you might want to share as an example for what a mm. premonition dream uh, ha has been for you. Like, have you had many premonition dreams? Have they kind mm -hmm. of been here and there? Yeah. Yeah, I have. They've all been kind of like weird. Like I remember uh, the first one I had, I was probably about seven years old. And I had a dream that my baby brother had gone into the water and um, he was like safe in like this bubble, but um, he was still kind of like in danger. And the next day we were out of the pool and he fell into the pool. So that to me is a premonition dream. There was, um, there's another like, I mean, there's a bunch of them that I've had, but there was like another one in before I was like 12 that I had where this lady had her baby and I woke up and I told my mom, I was like, well, she had her baby. And, and then she got the call and then she found out that she had had the baby like just hours before I had told her. And um, most recently, since I've been like more on my spiritual, spiritual journey, I've had a lot of dreams about this one specific place. So the dream is like this, like I'm in Indiana and I don't want to be there. But I'm driving to Arizona, which is where I want to be, which is my home, where my heart is. And off in the distance, I'm driving past these, um, they call them dells, and there's water. And um, just recently, within the last couple of months, me and my daughter went to Prescott, Arizona. And we just happened to turn down this road into this random neighborhood and we got to the top of this hill and there is these dells and this water that I've been dreaming about for, I, I want to say probably about five or six years now. And so that was pretty amazing to me. I had no idea the place even existed. So well, those types of things are awesome. like my pre premonition dreams. What, what did it, what did it feel like for you? Like when you kind of, like oh, saw that waterfall like what was it obvious to you that like oh this is one from the dream or did it like, oh yeah what did no, it, feel it was like? definitely I was like holy shit like what in the heck like I cannot believe that I'm looking at this in real life like this is what I have been dreaming about for years now and I kept like repeating myself like crazy person to my daughter <laughs> and I was just like and she's like okay mom I get it you know you've jumped about this place I'm like no you don't understand this is like crazy to me and it was just like one of those places that we were kind of checking out like maybe we might want to live there and so to me it was like yeah kind of a big like you know hey yeah I think maybe I should be here and so did did that sort of like lead you towards a path like kind of did that help you with the decision process or anything just your relationship yeah. with that yeah yeah, it did. It's um, definitely pointed me in that direction. I know I can't get there for like almost another year, but that is where I'm going to end up. Very cool. Very cool. And then and then you'll be able to hang out there more often, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so so what do, what do you feel is the significance of the idea that you like dreamt about this waterfall and now you're there what do you what to you does that like reveal about the nature of dreams in this reality um it to me it shows me that a i you know for personally i feel that i can you know 
see into the future with my dreams. And sometimes we don't always get there. But when we do, it's confirmation that, you know, there is this like underlining like guidance that's guiding you in the direction that you need to go. And, you know, I'm sorry, can you repeat your question? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I think you hit on something there. I mean, the idea that like, yeah, it's like literally seeing into the future. It's kind of opening up to the idea that time isn't a linear thing and, and the guidance aspect of it. Yeah, no, I think what you were saying there is, is bang on. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, it's, you know, it is a lot of confirmation for me. And um, I really don't like it when I dream about really bad things, like how you were talking about earlier about, like, dream about something that, that's horrible that happens and you wake up and you're like, Oh my gosh, I just need to like talk to my friend or whoever it is. And I, I liked your point on that, how you were saying that, you know, maybe it's just that you need to kind of take a step back and be like, you know, um, be more appreciative of that person. Maybe even like reflect on how you've been treating that person. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's it's, it's great when dreams can, it's, it's good to be able to like look at dreams in a non kind of biased way, like to not take dreams so personally sometimes. Like I feel, I feel that's probably a very human thing where sometimes we can have a dream and then depending on how conscious we are, like sometimes we may even get ups, like upset at the dream. You're just be like, be like, Oh, like I didn't ask for that. Like, why did I have that? And you're like shaking your fist at the universe or something like that. You're like, who's responsible for this? Right. <laughs> Um, but like, what if we're open to the idea that every dream is there for a reason and every dream is there for a purpose. So like you'll wake up in the morning and, and maybe your heart's still beating and your breath is still like, just like, Oh, Oh my God, that was intense. But then after the emotions kind of like settle down, you you can take that moment to be like, okay, like, why did I have that there? And and then again, you know, oftentimes, and this is something I've said in, in many, in many broadcasts and to many people, uh, rather than just thinking about how, what a dream may mean, sometimes a good way of being able to understand it is thinking about how it made you feel. So especially yeah. when you're writing down your dreams in the morning, write down how it made you feel. Cause sometimes that it may actually help you remember more. Like I know even just for me, I'm kind of like looking through my, my dream journal, which I have, and I write down my dreams in the morning and their point form notes. And it's like factual stuff. Um, that doesn't always jar my memory. Like I'll read it. I'll be like, be like, huh, like what was that again or something? But then if there's like something like an emotional response I had, I'll be like, Oh, like, okay, now I remember. Right. So it's kind of interesting. Cause like, I think, um, and, and I'm just kind of thinking about this as I say it, but I feel as if, you know, our soul actually remembers things stronger based on emotional mm -hmm. experiences opposed yeah. to just like factual sense senses sense experiences uh so to speak even though those do create the emotional experience as well but right. yeah yeah um but yeah uh, emily is there anything else you want to say related to your dream experiences or anything you want people to kind of keep in mind or any questions i don't really have any questions i mean i just like um I don't know. I, I'm curious to hear what everyone else has to say about like, you know, if they're having Perfect. premonition dreams or anything like that. I mean, um, I've only had like one out of this world kind of dream, which was really kind of amazing. And like when I woke up, I was like, oh, my gosh, I just want to see that again. And I've never dreamt mm -hmm. of it again. But it was like basically seeing like being on a planet closer to like 
um, like Saturn and I could like, you know, when the night was coming, like you could see Saturn's rings just like so huge, like right in front of me. And um, I don't know if anyone else has dreams like that. Anything. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And so like it, it, I mean, just asking the obvious and stuff like that, but, but yeah, like did that, like, how did that make you feel? And like, did that dream kind of like, were you already um, within your spiritual path? Like, did that, I'm not asking this properly, but, but I'm just like, um, how amazing was that for you? And, and, and did that kind of like, in some ways help like add more sprinkles to your spiritual <laughs> milkshake? That's a good it way. Was, for it wasn't, it was at kind of a time where my spirituality was very dormant. And um, it was like one of those feelings, like in the dream, I was like, super, super happy and super just like, oh my gosh, this is really beautiful and amazing. And when I woke up, I was actually sad. I was sad that I couldn't recreate that. And I've like looked up images on Google and I found similar things, but you know, like, and I've never dreamt of it again. I'm just like, one of these days I'm going to go back there. (laughs) Yeah. And and that's, and, and, and I think that what you just said there is like really key to take note of just the idea that sometimes dreams can be that incentive where the universe just gives us a taste of something so <laughs> profound and so psychedelic. And we're just like, it's like, Oh my God, like that was amazing. Right. And then the universe is just like, that was just a teaser. Like if you want to watch the whole movie, you have to pay the admission and the admission right? is consistency and hard work. So do your job type thing. I feel like that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone, like every now and then it's interesting because everyone will just every now and then everyone will just seem to get like just that dream out of nowhere. And they're just like, holy crap, that was amazing. Right. But yeah, maybe that's there to help show us what's possible because sometimes and and I feel this is the case kind of with society and sometimes like that, like we want to, you know, they're like, show me the money and, you know, they want to <laughs> see it. They, they need to see something in order for them to believe it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes the, that's the universe's way of kind of showing people something without them like having to like, you know, just accidentally have a psychedelic experience, but they're having a psychedelic experience through the dreams and everything like that. So, um, yeah, no, I think that's really cool. And, and, and I know you'll, you'll, you'll get back out there to Saturn and beyond. I'm sure. So. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Emily, is there anything else you want to say in the moment or we'll pass the talking stick around next? Uh, we'll pass. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. And uh, yeah, just bringing your stories and everything like that is super valuable. So thanks again, Emily. Cool. Awesome. All right. So um, with that said, guys, uh, again, just uh, taking a moment here, there's a decent amount of activity in the chat. Uh, I'll read in some comments. And if you guys do have any questions there, please feel free to post those and I'll do my best to get to them. But we do have a couple other players in the game. And uh, we do have Calvin, uh, Christopher and Jacqueline. And uh, maybe if one of you guys wants to hold on to the talking stick next, you can just uh, raise your hand or let me know or just start talking into the microphone. Maybe Ms. Chris want to go? Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Chris, welcome. Can welcome. you guys hear me? Yeah, we can, we can hear you, man. Loud and Perfect. clear. Beautiful. All right. So, um, again, just basic introductions. We're just kind of just allow yourself to say who you are, maybe where you're from, and what brings you to dream class or just anything about dreams that are of interest to you. So, Chris, welcome back and go right ahead. Hey. First of all, the analogies on point tonight oh my god the sprinkles, sprinkles? <laughs> that works 
amazing and I'm stealing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, my name's Chris. I'm I'm lucky enough to reside in the same town that Mr. Skull here does. Uh, good old London, Ontario. Woot woot. Woot to the woot. Um, I don't know. What, how would I describe me? Fuck. There's no way. It's just I'm weird and I'm fun and I'm extroverted and introverted at the same time. Giggity. Um, dreams, though. Yeah, wow. That was, I was listening to um, what Pandora was saying. That was, oh, I, I'm a little bit envious, not going to lie, like having dreams about Saturn and stuff. Like I've had some pretty cool dreams. Um, at least once a month I have a dream where a UFO touches down in front of me. And I, I always wake up and I'm just like, it was so cool. And I talk to my girlfriend. I'm like, you should have seen the blah, 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 blah. And she's just like, oh, okay, another UFO dream, whatever. It's pretty, it's pretty jokes, right? Um, <clears throat> you were saying about premonitions, though. That was really cool, too, because... Um, that was just something I'd never really, um, it, it wasn't that I didn't entertain it. I just wasn't really exposed to it. I think I've actually told Brennan this story before, but uh, my one buddy, uh, Josh back from like oh, years back, he was very, uh, how do you say? Like the yin to my yang in some ways. Cause I've always been very open-minded. I'm down to always entertain ideas about, you know, like metaphysics and blah, blah, blah. Like I believe anything's possible. He was always like trying to not in a negative way at all. And in fact, in a positive way, he was always on the other side of that being trying to like, impose a little bit more like science and like real world logic and blah, 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 and trying to go back and forth. Right. And um, so I'd always uh, have him entertain ideas with me about like chakras and um, outer body experiences and all that. And he was always down, but he would always be on the other side of the argument or the, the debate, I should say. And uh, one night he had a dream. And by the way, uh, this guy was a total car guy, total car guy. I knew he could walk by in the parking lot and name off every year make and model of every car just by looking at the headlights. Right. And um, he had a dream where he was driving his dad to work. He was pulling out of the driveway, backing up, <clears throat> and he ended up hitting um, a lady. Uh, he remembered it was, it was an Asian lady. He, he T-boned her. Uh, just very minor. It wasn't a big deal, but he still did back out right into her. And you remember the car that she was driving. It was like some silver, I don't know. I don't know shit about cars. And um, he woke up the next morning, told his dad about the dream. He's like, oh, let's hope that doesn't happen. Ha, 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 jokes. And his dad was like totally like not into any of this shit at all. And literally, they're, they're, they're driving out. T-Bone, the exact same lady he sees in his dream, same model car and everything. And they were just like, they couldn't even like, I remember what he told me the day of, he, he like, wasn't even fully registering. It was kind of just like, I, I can't even, like it was the weirdest things ever happened to him, right? <clears throat> and I remember, um, obviously I talked to him like every day pretty much, but uh, a couple weeks later he came to me and he's like, so yeah, like I've been doing a lot of looking into this whole premonition stuff. And he's like, it really weirded me out, man. Like I swear there's something more to this now. Cause he, I'm like, like, I guess it just took like a real world experience. So I thought it was just really cool that someone from, the, the side of, um, of devil's advocate against this more kind of beyond what we can touch and feel reality uh, really had an, an overwhelming experience that really opened them up to the idea. And I thought it was really cool. Cause like, once again, I've, I've, I don't get cool dreams like that other than the occasional UFO landing. Like, Oh my God, if I could lucid dream or have primitive dreams or anything like that, that'd be dope on a rope. But you know, what do you gotta do? You win some, you lose some. I don't, know. Well, I don't know if anyone's had any as like such a direct like premonition experience because that was like right on point and everything that was that was crazy that's awesome man that's a that's another great example of of yeah what what dreams can do and everything like that um going going back to the ufo dreams because me and you mm -hmm. have a, a bit of a similarity in that like I, I i didn't mention it so far within this broadcast but i'm just like yeah the most vivid dream that i remember last was a ufo dream and i was one that i 
I like made a, a, I made another dream a quest journal about it on on the main website and everything like that. Um, but but yeah, like, can you tell me a little bit more about like what your UFO dreams have been like? Like, have there ever oh, been yeah. any like any entities that you have like interacted with? Has it always been the craft, or like what does the craft look like, or just anything that you can recall from that, or even how it made you feel? Yeah. Oh well. Oh okay. I'll start off with how it made me feel. It made me feel like a million fucking dollars every time. I don't know. It's just, every time I saw it, like, there was obviously a bit of that, um, like, nervousness uh, and, like, maybe even, like, a bit of anxiety, but it was never, like, negative. It was almost like that same kind of feeling you get when, like, uh, you're on a roller coaster ride in the sense you're just, like, you're, like, kind of prepared for something, like, big, but, like, I always felt, like, really happy at the same time. Like, I never felt like I was, I never, it was ever a bad thing. It was always a great thing. I always woke up and I was like, oh, I had the fun, most fun dream, blah, 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 blah. Um, as in terms of, other than that though, it's always been the exact same, just in the sense of the progression of events. I never, it's always, I'm just doing some normal activity. I'm always in some sort of open space, usually outside, and it always just lands, and then I wake up every time. Um, and I'm, I'm always with either really close friends or family. So I don't know if they're almost like, I don't know, symbolic representations of like, you know, this This is no one to fear. You're still surrounded by like good people, even if there's someone in these crafts that's coming down and whatnot. But um, it's uh, same thing every time. Sometimes I've um, I've been out in just like an open field. Sometimes I've been in like, like in the middle of like watching a soccer game for like one of my nieces and nephews or something like that. Or I've been out at like a fireworks showing or something like that. It's always, it's always the same thing. And then um, I will say the UFOs are always different. Sometimes uh, there's like big Technicolor spinning ones that almost look like uh, like one of those little uh, spinny Beyblade toy things, whatever. Sometimes it's like uh, just a classic disc saucer, something you'd see out of like, you know, Date Me Dear Leader or shit like that. Sometimes it's like, um, I've had like, you know, the big long, just like, like red lights, black cigar looking cylindrical rectangular thing. Like I've seen a bunch. I don't even know if it means anything. I've just always, to me, they've always been dreams and that's coming from someone who's really like, you know, out there and down to talk about the out there stuff. But even to me, it's always just kind of been dreams. But you never know. Um, so I never like really like looked into it too much other than the fact that I just fucking loved it. It was just always fun. What about you, uh, Brennan? What have yours been like? Yeah. Um, well, thank you for sharing, Chris. And and yeah, like I think it's honestly like UFO dreams are, are, are one of the, I mean, not to say like one of the most interesting dreams. It's, it's the, there's just so many that like they're all very interesting, but like ones that I'm particularly interested in would be the UFO related dreams. Um, because again, like it kind of goes uh, hand in hand with this idea slash theory that like contact between ourselves and quote unquote like extraterrestrials is actually happening within the dream space. And, and, and sometimes like what we recognize as like UFO dreams can possibly be like an actual potential experience that is being initiated by like these other extraterrestrial entities and everything like that because again you know kind of goes into this idea that if they're like smart enough to be able to create like you know ships that can go in and out of dimensions and everything and so forth um then it is presumable that they also have like the spiritual awareness to be able to integrate themselves with the dream space more effectively like who's to say that you know dreaming the way we dream is by no means like how dreams are, are commonly uh, occurring throughout the universe like what if it's normal for other alien species to dream every night and when they do they are fully conscious and fully lucid and yet it is only here on earth that we have like all of these extra filters and variables that make it so that 
those filters can be pulled back, but it takes like process and it takes like transmutation and, and, and all of this like work that needs to be done. Um, but because of like the theory that perhaps these other entities, dimensional entities have less of a filter then maybe they can enact with their dreams in a different way. And maybe they in themselves can actually like come into dreams and, 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 and bring forth like their own intentions into it, which gets into this like whole theory of like dream, like, hijacking in some ways because it could also be like used in, in malevolent uh intent as well and, and and some people will hear about that and be like you know like oh like i'm getting these like crazy interactions through my dreams and i'm not exactly sure how to do them and that's like you know conversation in itself i, I believe as well but yeah like ufo dreams have, have always been uh fascinating for me and, and they definitely seem to be ones that i can remember um there's actually two that i remember within the recent experiences uh the one that I had about a month ago uh, was interesting because there was like this like underside of a UFO that appeared as a hexagram and it was like a semi-transparent disc and it was flying around in a circle and then it like shrunk down to like a nano scale and it disappeared. It like went inside between the the like the molecules basically like it didn't just like go really small like it, it went so small that it actually like traveled through another dimension sort of thing or at least that's how my brain comprehended it um rather than just like it going small for the sake of being small like it was going small so it could go through like the black hole of an atom kind of thing um but then uh what was interesting within that dream is that like for some reason um bridget nielsen if anybody knows who that is she's been uh featured within the paradigm shift community and everything like that uh her dad was in it which was interesting because uh bridget nielsen is like really outspoken about being kind of like a starseed hybrid ambassador really into the extraterrestrials and everything like that so whether it like was her dad or it was just like my projection of her dad i thought that was kind of interesting because like if bridget nielsen is totally into this stuff then that would make her dad like some sort of like like starseed commander type thing or person like that um not that bridget nielsen (laughs) um anyways flavor flavor yeah um but yeah so so that was an interesting dream uh and again like the hexagram ufo i i don't think that's just my brain making something up i feel that that's an actual thing that's kind of reflecting back to like the shape of a craft and the idea that the craft is actually like intelligent in its own way and again you know this merges it's really interesting how the dream discussion and the ufo discussion just naturally overlap and then the recent one and i'll just share this and we'll pass talking to Graham. Uh, the recent UFO that I saw, whether it was a UFO or just referring to it as a UFO, but in my dream, I remember seeing what I recognized as like a yin yang floating through the sky, and then there was like a rainbow around it, and it was really it was it was just kind of interesting. Like there wasn't really too much more to it than that, but I remember when I saw it, I was just like I was like whoa, like that's so cool and everything. So um, yeah, so that was kind of a, a recent experience that I had uh, in terms of UFOs within my dream experience. But I mean, ideally. Like, hell yeah. Like, I want to be able to, like, have, like, a lucid dream experience where, you know, like, it goes beyond that and we're able to, like, interact. And and there was another dream that I posted a while back where um, there was, like, another UFO where it, like, came and it landed. And then there were, like, these, like, reptilian humanoids that were on the craft who I actually had, like, an interaction with. But they were, like, friendly reptilian humanoids. And they were actually very very like normal and stuff like that um which was kind of interesting and i can talk more about that later but i just want to keep passing the talk and stick around but yeah i think having ufo dreams is definitely something worth taking note of and i'd love to hear about any other ufo dreams that people have had as well because again you know it's documenting stuff that's happening so um 
So let's, uh, Chris, was, is there anything else that you want to share in this moment uh, related to dreams or maybe any questions you might have for the group that we can answer as we go? No. If you think of anything, let us know. Yeah, I'll let you know. Cool, man. Awesome. All right. Thanks for joining, dude. <laughs> cool. Yeah, rock on. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll keep passing the talk and stick around. I uh, just want to take a quick second to check in here. Uh, shout out to everyone in the live chat. There's um, a lot of discussion going on there. Great to see. And again, if there's any questions, just to... Uh, Put them in like all caps so I can see them real quick. Um, but nonetheless, we'll keep passing the talk and stick around and hear from some of the other shifters who are in the circle. So uh, we do have uh, Jacqueline and we also have Calvin. And so maybe Calvin would want to go next. Uh, Calvin, what we'll do, we'll just pass the talk and stick over to you. And again, you can just say your name, where you're from, and what brings you to dream class? So what? why are you interested in dreams and so forth? So Calvin, if you're ready, we're just going to test the microphone first. So Calvin, go ahead. Can you hear me? Check one, two, three. Yeah, coming through loud and clear. So Calvin, passing the talk and stick over to you, and welcome to dream class. Thank you for connecting with me. Um, Hold on, Calvin. The mic's just coming through a little bit uh, kind of hollow and stuff like that. I'm not sure if you did something before that made it sound better. Try again. Mm. Yeah, it's still not coming through right now properly. It was a second ago when you first said, can you hear me and everything like that. So we'll just give it a second. Uh, just Yeah, right now, like I'm... Mm, no, it's not coming through properly right now. So we'll give it a second though, and we'll see if we can get that set up for you and stuff. So go ahead, keep trying. Like, uh, like it, it's coming through, but it's not. It's not audible, unfortunately. Like it sounds like very. It sounds too hollow to hear. So. Yeah, I can't. I, I honestly can't hear what you're saying, unfortunately, dude. So, um, and if, is there another microphone or anything that you can get, possibly, or maybe we can get you jumped in a little bit later? Wait. Oh man, it's weird because like for a second there, it sounded fine, and then it phased out. I don't know. Technical glitches tonight. It's just the uh, nature of the cosmos. Um. Okay, do you want to, yeah, Calvin, just send us a message or anything like that if you can let us know if you got another microphone or, or anything and because I'd love to be able to get you in. So, okay. All right, sweet. Okay, so Calvin's going to check back in a little bit later. So, again, guys, um, at this point, uh, love to be able to invite more people to join in in the chat. Uh, this class isn't going to be, like, super-duper long. But, again, you know, it is interactive, and we do want to be able to invite more people to join in to be able to share in some of their stories. So if you want to join, go to live.paradigmcenter.com forward slash join hangout. And you can join it right through there or just click on the link when you go to live.paradigmcenter.com. So um, with that said, I, I did just want to be able to uh, pass the talking stick around uh, to Jacqueline if she would like to share anything. And um, then I want to be able to share a story that I haven't even fully read myself yet, but it's actually from a friend of ours, uh, Lacey, who we've shared stories in the past. And, and again, she had very like vivid dreams, and so it's always interesting to be able to uh, share some of her dreams again as examples of, of like not just like 
what she's experiencing, but what the dream space is sharing with us and, and perhaps some of the symbolism that, that can be, that we can interpret from her dream. Cause I feel that sometimes there's dreams that we have that are kind of like meant to be shared in the same way that sometimes there are dreams that we have that are not meant to be shared and so forth and so on. So, um, but before we do that, I, Jacqueline, do you want to just test your microphone and say hello, if you'd like to join the talking circle and everything. So hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. Um, How are good. you, Brendan? It's been a while. <laughs> it's it's been a while. Shifty as per usual. So yeah, just getting in getting into the flow. So, you know. Awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Well, uh, Jacqueline will pass the talking stick right to you. And again, you can just kind of say a little bit about who you are in terms of just your name, where you're from, and what brings you to Dream Class and anything else about dreams you would like to share. So Jacqueline, right. go right ahead. Well, I'm Jacqueline, as he said. You see, he can finally say my name right. <laughs> um, yay! Yay! Um, that that's not old yet. Um, so uh, I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, and so far, uh, my dreams really haven't been premonitions or anything like that. Um, but I do feel like dreams, um, or what you can remember of them, or, or like glimpses into other realities, or in, into you know maybe your other realities. Um, and I try my best to write them down, you know, as soon as I wake up or, or as I'm waking up, so, you know, sometimes they don't make a lot of sense. Um, but I do keep a journal right next to my bed. So, you know, once I wake up and I actually remember some things, you know, I try to write them down right away, you know, they might be bullet points or whatever, but, um, you know, it's, it's really fun to go back and read them later. Um, sometimes I understand them. Sometimes I don't, <laughs> um, but um, I, I did kind of, whenever you were talking about UFO dreams, um, I, I did have one not too long ago. It, I can't really remember much of it. Um, I don't remember it being very positive, though, so I'm a little disappointed in that. Um, but in my dream, um, I was with my family like I normally am. It's, it's, um, I, I'm normally with my mom, my dad, my brother, um, my boyfriend, you know, his, his um, sometimes his family, too. Um, so it's never really other friends or anything like that. So it's kind of interesting. Um, but anyways, we were standing um, outside and I remember I was kind of looking in the distance and I saw um, kind of a UFO pe peeking out from a cloud. And I said, Hey guys, you know, I think that's a UFO over there. You know, y'all should turn around and check it out. And they kind of said, no, no, we don't, you know, you're full of it. We don't believe you or whatever. And I said, okay. And uh, you know, we went inside and then later on, um, we we look into the backyard and all of a sudden there were ufos everywhere and they i don't know if they were invading or what but it was it, i remember feeling kind of scared um and i didn't really get to interact with any of them but i woke up so that that was kind of a strange one <laughs> um but uh not too long ago if, if you don't mind me uh sharing one um i had uh kind of an interesting one um we were driving around and um, I, I remember it was nighttime and uh, we, I think I saw like a military plane or, you know, some, some kind of activity was happening and people were, were kind of frantic and no one really knew what was going on. Um, and as we were driving downtown, um, I remember seeing like these beings coming up from the ground and coming like from the shadows and everything. And, and I wrote down a note here um, that they were AIs. I, I figured they were AIs and they looked red where their muscles would go. And then outside was like a light blue see-through type material, I guess. Um, and they were everywhere. And so that was kind of a really weird dream I had. <laughs> um, but 
Let's see, I have one more if you guys wouldn't mind me sharing. Um, it's kind of a short one. I just had it last month. Um, let's see, I'm just going to read what I wrote here. Uh, the last part of the dream, um, let's see. Uh, I think I was with my mom or something. We were trying to move um, stuff out of the house and uh, out of my house that I was, I was actually in the process of moving. So that's probably why I was thinking about that. Um, but we had uh, left a few things behind and I wanted to go back and get them. But whenever we went, uh, there were a bunch of strangers in my house and people I didn't know. And, you know, I got kind of, um, I guess, defensive. And, you know, I said, you know, who, who the fuck are you? What are you doing in my house and everything? And, and one guy in particular, you know, he, he seemed like, I, I don't know, he was some sort of authority figure, I guess. Um, and he kind of brushed me off. He, he ignored me and I kept kind of advancing at him. I wouldn't let him, you know, walk past me. I'm like, what are you doing here and everything? And then he pulled out like this needle looking thing and he stuck me in the stomach with it a few times and he called it the reinforcer. So I thought that was kind of strange. And then at the end of here, at the end of uh, my notes here, I wrote, I think the guy thought I didn't matter because he thought I worked at this factory. He did not know I was royalty. And I have no idea why I wrote that. Because like I said, I kind of came out of my dream. So it's just a few interesting <laughs> dreams that I had. If any of that made sense. <laughs> what do you think he stabbed you with? Or like, what was it? Well, I drew a picture of it and it, it I don't know. It, it kind of looks like a really big needle, but it was like steel and it had um, kind of something on the end of it. I don't know. I really, I really can't remember exactly what it looked like, but I don't know. <laughs> those are kind of negative dreams, but I mean, those are kind of the most far out ones I could remember. Mm -hmm. The other ones are kind of lame. So I didn't think I should share those. <laughs> they're, they're not, they're not lame. Dreams aren't lame. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Is, is there such thing as a lame dream? I guess there probably can be. It's a very subjective thing. But no, thank you for sharing, Jacqueline. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And if there are any other dreams you want to share at any point, please feel free. Um, I, I just wanted to say it was interesting because like you, you're talking about like you getting like stabbed by a needle in your dream. That actually like triggered a memory of a dream that I had from a while back that I, I almost forgot about, um, which again is, is a beautiful way of like how memory works because it's very like hyper and one thing can link you back into the entire uh, fractal experience. But it was really interesting. And I remember in my dream and I'll just share it here briefly. Um, there was like a part within my dream where it was kind of like, <clears throat> there was kind of like layers to it and I was quasi lucid in it. But I remember when I was like in one layer of it, I can't remember all the details, but I remember there was like these like two guys that were like after me, kind of like Agent Smith in a way, um, even though they weren't Agent Smith, they were just kind of like Agent Smith. And they were trying to like inject me with like a, a needle. And I understood that like them injecting that, for, like in injecting that into me would actually like make me get stuck in that layer of the dream which I thought was like very interesting just even as like a premise and stuff like that of just like, wait, like, is that actually, can that actually happen? Like, is, is it possible that there's like something that can happen within our dream that can actually like extend the length beyond like what our preference would be. Um, and, and I, I, 
I don't know if they actually did stab me. Like I can't remember, but but I just kind of like remember like the feeling of that and just kind of like the like the threat in that moment and just kind of like me like sort of like fighting through it and stuff. But again, just that concept of like a dream character stabbing you with something so that it would like keep you in the dream and you would like get stuck there or something like that. It was like it was really trippy and stuff like that. So again, it kind of you know, it kind of brings in themes of, you know, people would talk about like Inception, the movie and stuff. And they, they kind of hit on this and everything, you know, you kind of get like dropped into like a bottom layer of the dream. And then, you know, like time continues to fractal out there where like, you know, like, like one minute of real time is, is like a hundred years of dream time and everything. Um, and again, just drawing the quick parallel, like the, the way the dream space works and, and, and accounts that you may read from psychedelic experiences are, are very parallel. And recently I read an experience, um, not in full detail, but I just kind of like skimmed it. And it was a guy talking about like how I think I don't, mm, I don't think it was a DMT experience. I, I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember. I just like, it was within my Facebook feed, but something within the psychedelic experience, like made it feel like he was like there for an eternity. Like it felt to him, like he was like stuck in like this, like time loop kind of thing. So it's kind of interesting that again, like through the dream exploration process, we get into this like whole concept of dislocation of time and, and just stretching and time, not being like this, this flexible time being this very flexible thing. That's very non-consistent thing. Um, so again, you know, like that's where you can also get into the idea of like, you can dream for what may be an afternoon nap, but then you can have a dream that may feel like, you know, like an entire day's worth of adventure and everything. Um, so it's just kind of in one sense, it's almost like a practical way for the soul to be able to, uh, accelerate its evolution without being set to the confines of earth time, so to speak. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Jack, Jack, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, that's funny you said that um, about a nap because um, whenever I come home, um, it, it's normally like a 45-minute bus ride, so I get a good nap you know, on my way home from work. And um, the dreams are so vivid and so real. I can't remember them ever, but I come out of them and I'm like, oh, my God, where am I? <laughs> you know, like, where did I just go, you know? It's, it's, it's kind of a weird feeling sometimes. But my other dreams, they've seemed really futuristic. Like the ones I can remember, it seems like, in the far but near future i don't know but it's always a futuristic feeling word word that's awesome then yeah yeah and again you know like just uh, the whole concept of like time and dreams and everything i think there's like a lot to dive into there but but yeah it's interesting to to think um even uh going back to uh like emily's story about like how her being at that waterfall and her having those dreams, like you can look at that from like a non-linear perspective. So it's not like she like dreamt of the waterfall and then happened to show up at it. It's the fact that a part of her already was at that waterfall and then kind of sends a message back to herself through a dream. So like, it's kind of interesting to think that like maybe there's parts of ourselves that are in the future, maybe even in future lives who maybe even conscious to actually be able to like send back a message to ourselves within the dream. Like maybe that's actually in some ways what dreams can be. They're actually like us sending messages to ourselves from a non-temporal perspective like refer to it as your higher self or or whatever you want to think of it as um but i feel like just opening up to that idea can really open you up into like the potential of dreams and and yeah and, and again you know in a very simple way i do feel that 
uh, dreams in themselves are a landscape for for us to see more of our higher dimensional self, you know, our higher self, like a part of us. When I use that, I'm just kind of basically referring to the self that is not limited to who we are in this physical dimension in this lifetime alone. So it can be and beyond this earth plane, beyond this physical plane, uh, and so forth and so on. But yeah, no, it, it's I I love the idea of like future dreams and everything like that. I know I've had like dreams of the future and stuff, and and given the opportunity, I'd love to be able to explore that some more. So yeah, um, Jacqueline or Emily or anybody else, if you guys feel free to jump in at any point, if there's anything you guys want to hit upon or any other dreams that you guys guys might want to share. Um, if not, then we'll keep bouncing around. So does anybody else have anything they want to share? Even, uh, uh, hold on. Let me just check. You guys had your mics muted. Uh, that's okay. Emily, was there anything you want to share or Thomas? Is there anything you guys want to share in this? Yeah. Moment? Can you hear me? Emily? Yeah, go ahead. You, you're okay. good now. Okay. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So like some of the things that I've like kind of tossed around, tossed around with like my friends, has been like maybe like you know how when you have deja vu sometimes I think maybe that might be like a um dream that you've had that you actually don't remember does anyone else resonate with that do you want to do you want to expand on that because I I I want to I'd love to talk about that more kind of kind of like how you were talking about my the the dream that I was telling you about earlier how your future self is kind of just like sending information back to you because you're already at that place so sometimes like when I have deja vu I'm like man I wonder because like I don't remember my dreams every single night So there are those times that like, I don't remember my dreams. And I wonder if when I'm having deja vu, it's, it's not just like me being aware that I'm on the right path, but also that I've already dreamt it. And I've already been shown that I just don't have the memory of it until I have deja vu. Interesting. Interesting. That's a, I I think, I think what you're saying there is actually um, really interesting as I just (laughs) said. (laughs) <laughs> um, um no no it's true because because i i'm not i don't know if i've exactly thought of it quite in that framework uh let me just kind of reiterate it and, and see if i can kind of put this into another pet this pair of words so basically the idea that like when you have an experience that we recognize as deja vu that is actually us remembering the experience of that moment that we had in a dream that we may not necessarily remember, but we did have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that makes sense. Right. Cause like oftentimes like, you know, we'll, we'll be in a deja vu experience and we're just like, Oh my God, like this is so familiar. I know what's exactly going to happen. And, and rather than just being like, okay, like I've been here before because mm-hmm. it's not always like super consistent, right? You, you just have like a vague feeling that you've been here before. Um, it makes more sense to sort of allude to the idea that like that's because you've dreamt it. So like it's like your dream memory of that moment opposed to an actual memory of that real moment. Because the dream memory, that's the thing, like the dream memory and, 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 the, and the actual memory, they seem to kind of be like, 
like they're, they're like two circles that overlap but they are kind of separate uh yeah. in, in, in a sense like the dream memory is kind of stored in one place and the physical memory is kind of stored in another place and, and i always kind of think of that is that like the dream memory is kind of like this like cloud and 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 we have to plug into it but mm-hmm. when we wake up in the morning if we like get up too fast that plug can easily come undone and, and that's why we don't remember our dreams but it doesn't mean that the dream memory disappears it just means that we're not plugged into it and so when you have a deja vu experience sometimes sometimes it's like taking a plug and it just like jacks it back into the dream memory and you're just like oh geez okay like yeah like i get it and stuff so um <laughs> yeah yeah then- go ahead the other thing that I wanted to kind of bring up, I don't know, actually, this is just something that's kind of like surfaced recently. And I don't know if it was something that maybe you had actually talked about before, but um, like people that you see in your dreams that are not familiar to you. Um, I mean, uh, I have like, uh, I, I heard this theory that like maybe it could be like, you know, um, people you don't know, people from across the other side of the world. And you're just like tapping into their um, their day or their dream and you're just becoming that passerby in another person's dream and they are in yours. Does that make sense? Yeah, again, like that's that's an interesting idea of just kind of like the kind of thinking of the dreams as like this like this hyperspace highway and, and we're all yeah. kind of like coming and going and, and yeah, like, is that a thing where like you can kind of like inadvertently go through someone else's dream or, or, or something like that? Um, yeah. I, I think, I think it's an, I think it's an awesome sort of thing just to kind of like allow the mystery to play with, uh, to allow ourselves to play with the mystery um, because yeah, like we definitely can experience having shared dreams. We, we, we know this, this is, this is something that people can have. Um, but can it happen, you know, quote unquote by accident sometimes. And, and sometimes if we are having dreams, uh, again, like with people who we haven't met yet, um, that's always really interesting too. And, and, and not to just like, uh, you know, I, I'm sharing this cause people have t- told me about this in multiple times, but every now and then, you know, someone within the paradigm Shift central project will, will tell me and be, will be like, Oh, like, Hey, Brendan, like you were in my dream last night and, and uh-huh. we haven't met physically Yet somehow, like there's there's enough of a connection there that I think is more than just the fact that like we're like connecting through the internet. But to me, when you're seeing someone else in your dream who's not just a projection, but who's actually like there's something there to it, um, or maybe even when it is just a projection, we can get back into that a little bit later. What's the difference? But you know, it I I would say it definitely kind of has to do with like this sort of like bigger soul contract idea that that mm-hmm. you know like you are connected with that person kind of on that higher dimensional plane. And and maybe you've agreed to be able to help assist each other. And, and maybe like you kind of like having that vague passing by in a dream is just kind of like trying to like get your attention. And then down the road, maybe you'll be like interacting with them even more so and, and looking back on, you know, how it all kind of started with that or, or something of some sort. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, Emily, if you want to jump in or anybody else uh, uh, on shared dreams. Like, have, have you had any shared dream experiences that you want to share or anything like that? I haven't had anything with anyone I know. I mean, I haven't, like, been like, hey, I had a dream about you last night. And they were like, oh, yeah, I totally had a dream about you either. I've never had that happen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I don't think that's, like, super common either but it does again it does seem possible and and again you know it's kind of one of those things where like 
with us being kind of where we are at with consciousness, I still feel like we're in this cocoon phase. We're, yeah. we're in this metamorphosis phase. And maybe this is this is what the human consciousness is going to continue to evolve into over the years. And, and, and some people, they literally won't wake up in their dreams, like not within this lifetime, at least. Their dreams will remain very mundane. But for a good percentage of the humans on Earth, their evolution expands like because of their abilities to continue to engage within the dream space so suddenly like humans like are no longer just these like walking talking biological three-dimensional beings but literally they are fifth dimensional beings in a third dimensional body with fifth dimensional capabilities and i mm-hmm. use the term fifth dimensional loosely to refer to uh, you know abilities that extend kind of beyond the perception of the physical including the dream space and just like any sort of, uh, you know, like intuitive, natural psychic abilities and so forth. But yeah, like how beautiful would it be if in the future, say in 10, 15 years from now, maybe even sooner, some of us are literally able to just like go into the dream space and just be like, okay, let's, you know, let's meet at the dream tree. You know, that's something we talk about in Paradigm Shift. Like, let's go to a common place. It's it just, again, you know, it, it's the dreams aren't like the internet. The internet is like the dreams. And once you yeah. and once you kind of realize that you you kind of realize like oh okay like that that makes sense like that's yeah. why we made the internet the way it is because that's actually like you know a spiritual reflection of our this innate uh, again I I often type I oftentimes kind of think of dreams in some way just to be able to help comprehend them almost as if like a, 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 a like a form of spiritual technology like mm-hmm. it, it's not just something that just happens. It's, it's rather like a way that is strategically implemented into our experience so that we can continue to grow as a soul. Because it would be a big waste for the soul to like come onto earth and to spend 20 of its 60 years offline in <sighs> dream space, right? Like rather that 20 years of dreaming that we do over a 60 year period, if you know, that's just a loose math, loose, loose math, like sort of an analogy. But again, you know, like what if that 20 years can become like, 200 years worth of experience and then tying that in weaving that in with the overall experience of the soul and everything to me that just makes more sense but yeah emily what do you yeah. go ahead or um i was just gonna add i mean you you asked if i had ever had any kind of shared dreams the only thing that's ever happened to me was uh me and my friend we were uh we were sleeping and we woke up and we woke up at the exact same time sat up and looked at each other at the same exact moment in real life and then we like looked at each other like what the heck and we didn't have dreams with each other but it was just such a weird thing like we woke up sat up looked at each other all simultaneously and sorry and but were you guys like were your dreams related or no they weren't so that was like the weird thing but it was just like nothing no alarm was going off like nobody was telling us to wake up anything like that it was just weird random thing it's the only thing that's been like you know that would kind of relate to mm-hmm. yeah. that type of thing but yeah interesting interesting um, also um my daughter she wanted to share um a a dream that's consistent if you don't mind absolutely yeah go right ahead i'll let her um her name is wednesday all right um so uh something that happens to me in my dreams i it's it's um not usually at the end sometimes it's at the middle maybe the beginning and sometimes for the entire dream 
and it's been happening for as long as I can remember, but it's where, um, like, it's like that feeling, like, if you have, like, um, some eye mucus in your eye, and it's, like, you're looking around, and it's just, like, really blurry, and you can barely see anything, and you're just trying to get it out of your eye. Um, it's like that, but, like, that's my vision in the dream, like, that's what I'm seeing in the dream, and it's, it's really difficult for me in the dream, because I, I want to experience the rest of the dream, and, and no one ever, like, I'm trying to tell people, but nobody, like, in the dream, but nobody really, like, the, it doesn't ever seem like I'm actually talking to them, like, nothing ever comes across, they don't respond to what I'm saying. And it, it basically, like I said, it just, it just happens sometimes in the middle for the entire dream or maybe at the end of the dream. I don't really know if it's just me waking up, but I'm, I, ju I just know that in my dreams, when that happens, it's just really frustrating because I'd like to experience a dream and I can't. Awesome. Thank you. Sorry, was it Wednesday? Was that your name? Or yeah. Wednesday? Cool. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, no, I, that, that's, that's interesting. Is that like something that you said like happens the majority of the time? Like, is it? It happens every now and then. I don't know if there's any real meaning to it or if it happens to anybody else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so like in your dreams, like you're, are you lucid? Like, are you kind of like, do you know you're dreaming? Yes, yes. Okay. So like, I think if anything, like, um, that would be actually be like a great experience. And, and in some way you could look at that. It's like, that's actually there as like a platform for you to be able to practice using your lucidity to like move past that barrier. So, um, get creative with the idea of like thinking what could help you see better. So maybe within your imagination, maybe you can create like either like some sort of like special water that you can wash it off with or some sort of like special goggles that help amplify like your sight in that moment basically you want to be able to like create some form of storytelling that will allow you to move beyond uh the gunk in your eyes because once you sort of realize that the gunk in your eyes is only there because like there's a part of you that is believing it is there even though you're like resisting it because like sometimes like that's just part of how the mind works where like you know you're, you're 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 trying to get rid of something yet in the process of trying very hard to get rid of something you're actually making it stronger and stronger um so like it, there's kind of this process of like like being able to like target and then be able to release and let go but um through your lucidity uh yeah i would just kind of open up to the idea that it's it's within your ability to move past that and, and i think uh being able to get creative with it uh would be one way to be able to help do it because it's definitely not a permanent thing and i think it is there as a way for you to be able to practice your own dream abilities within your lucidity um what do you think just based on that um i think yeah um i have actually in my dreams tried to like make it go away but i think using uh different tools like you said like creating different tools would probably help a lot more because i remember just getting so frustrated to the point where i'm like rubbing my eyes and rubbing my eyes and it only gets better for a second and so i think practicing um creating things would help a lot more.
Yeah. And another idea, and, and again, you know, I'm just kind of thinking like, okay, if I was in a situation in my dreams, what would I do in that? Um, one path that you can take, and again, you know, this is just a suggestion by all means, just play with it or whatever makes sense. Um, another thing that you can do, and this goes for anyone, but you could actually like practice literally sitting down, closing your eyes and meditating within your dream. And so like, this is this thing that a lot of people don't even think to do within their dream, but it's actually something that like, if you meditate well in a dream, like you can actually kind of like go into another layer of it. So again, it's kind of like in the process of you just saying, okay, I've got gunk on my eyes, but instead of fighting it, I'm just going to like move into stillness and kind of like go into another layer where maybe it's not there, or maybe just in the process of being still, you can just kind of like send it love. And, and let that be a, like a bit of a, the experiment for you is to acknowledge that there's this thing that is really frustrating for you, but then acknowledge that it's also a teacher for you. And then to just like, kind of like send it love as, as sort of like silly as that idea sounds. Um, I feel like that would be something that could help like just move you forward. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that? The, or even just the idea of like meditating in, in your dreams or anything? Oh. I think it's an interesting concept that I think everybody should explore if they haven't already thought of it or experienced it. Well, have Have you ever done that by chance? Have you or have you ever had like dreams within dreams or anything similar to that? Um, yes, kind of. Like when I remember dreams, sometimes, or when I uh, when I'm in the dream, like I'll move on and just go to a different part. So it's like a different dream, but not really. So I, I guess maybe that would be layering dreams. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. So cool, cool. Well, uh, Wednesday, did, is there any other questions or anything else that you, you want to share um, right now within Talking Circle? Maybe if there's like any other dreams that you want to share either now or later, by all means, feel free. So. Um, no, not that I think of. Thank you. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining and, and thank you, Emily, as well. And uh, I think that's always like a really interesting thing as well to be able to like have uh, family members who you can <laughs> talk to about dreaming and, and especially, um, you know, for, uh, again, you know, one of my friends who has a small child, like her child is within her dreams very commonly. And I remember her telling me that like, uh, and this is Lacey I'm referring to who I'm going to read her dream in the next moment. Um, she rem I remember her telling me that like before her child was even born, before her child was even conceived, her child actually appeared to her like as like a blue orb floating in her dream. And so I think like that again was like really interesting because again, it just opens up the idea that like the dream space is not just like, you know, random code firing in your head. Like, no, when you go into the dream space, you're actually entering into a shared space where other parts of ourselves, other spirits can interact. They can meet. It's like a nexus point. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just thought her sharing that was like an excellent example. Um, yeah. Emily, did yeah. you want to say something? Go ahead. No, I just wanted to add that that's interesting yeah. because um, my my daughter actually came to me in a dream before I conceived her also. She came to me as a, as a, a baby girl, but then turned into a cat. And it's one of the few dreams that I have written down. And it was just really bizarre because I conceived her maybe one or two weeks after that. But anyways, um, I am going to have to drop off of this because I got to go take care of some stuff. But um, maybe I'll just put myself on mute and okay. let Wednesday listen but I really sure. want to thank you for this this was really great and awesome and and uh 
can't wait for the next one. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing, Emily. And uh, again, Wednesday, if you're tuning in, feel free to, you know, you can jump in the chat as well at any point too. So awesome. Thanks again, Emily. All right. Thanks. Cool. Sweet. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to put Emily's uh, microphone on mute there, but we'll, we'll check in with you guys in a second. Um, so I did want to read Lacey's story, but before we do that, uh, I did just want to check in. We actually did have another player who recently joined the game and that player is uh, Rach, Rachel McAdler. And uh, I'm excited to see her. I'm pretty sure that's the same Rachel McAdler, who is also the admin for Paradigm Ship Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Rachel, if you're there, do you want to test your microphone and we can pass the talking stick to you if you would like to introduce yourself? Hey, sure. Hey, okay, R Rachel, hey. I, th I think we can hear you okay. Welcome to the Hangout. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Um, would you like to introduce yourself now? Yes, sure. Okay, uh, cool. Okay. My, name is, my name is Rach. Uh, I'm from Mexico. Uh, excuse my English because I'm not so good at it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know what else. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, so within the introduction, basically we're just saying who we are, where you're from. So you got that out of the way. And just what bring, what brings you to dream class or, or why you are interested in dreams or maybe even any dream experiences you feel like sharing now or later. So. Okay, yeah. Uh, I feel like I have to share these dreams with you. I mean, dreams for me are really important. Uh, I think it means everything. Um, they can tell you many things, uh, like premonitions, like Emily had. Uh, and well, yeah, I'm going to start uh, telling you this, this weird dream I had, um, I guess, a few months ago. It was, um, uh, I don't know how to explain but I was like in Teotihuacan. I don't know if you guys know this amazing place. It's a sacred place here in Mexico. Um, it's the pyramids place. So I was there and there were people uh, like doing ceremonies, I don't know, kind of religion stuff. There were many, many people. And actually, uh, I was also there and there was this... Uh, the point was we got to go through the pyramid and go to the top of it. Uh, I don't know why, but <laughs> it was the, the main thing. So uh, while I was um, going through this process and I reached the top, people started getting like crazy. Uh, they were fighting for, for getting the first place. And they forgot uh, that the main reason why we were uh, going through, it was just getting there and be, be connected with each other. They started forgetting this. I actually woke up at that point of the dream. Uh, <laughs> I was so tired and I immediately fell asleep again. And I saw this god Anubis, <laughs> he he was he was uh, huge. He was big, and he has his uh, his green eyes, really really big. I can't remember yet. And he immediately told me that the message was uh, that we have this illusion of separation, and people 
uh, got corrupted by um, by material stuff, by uh, I don't know. The the main reason we were doing that is because we are all one, and that was actually the message. <laughs> so I don't know. It was pretty shocking for me because. Uh, I couldn't wake up. <laughs> I was like, please, <laughs> it's okay, but I just want to sleep. <laughs> I will tell the message, but uh, I really need to sleep. I'm so tired. And uh, I thanked the God and he just vanished. <laughs> and that's it. That was the dream. But it, it, I don't know. It was it was really amazing. I was really grateful because um, I don't know. Uh, I think... I, I pretty felt it was really, um, I don't know, it was real. But at the same time, I, I knew I was dreaming. So, <laughs> I don't know, that, that's it. <laughs> wow. So, did you say, um, like, it was Anubis? Is, is that what you said? Yep. Yeah, yeah. This Egyptian god. <laughs> did he appear, like, with, like, his jackal head? Or how did... Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was it was his head. He was really huge. Like I can't remember how tall it was. <laughs> but yeah, he has his eyes green. So yeah, they really grow. I don't know. <laughs> it was amazing. That's amazing. Um and Yeah. <laughs> and again, you know, like with a dream like that or any other dream, it's always interesting because like there's always going to be that mystery of like, okay, like was that just my quote unquote imagination projecting a version of Anubis because I know what it might look like or was this like actually the energy of like that that archetype coming to you in a dream and and, and like what, what what do you feel like do you in, in terms of it being like something your imagination just made up versus like feeling as if it like actually was something be it Anubis or something similar to Anubis like I think the the sort of like the how you felt is going to help you sort of like know which was which so to speak but yeah what did, what did you feel or what do you think okay first of all i felt really sad because because people fighting and being so so stupid i really felt bad about that but uh once and maybe told me this i i really felt i don't know like like a, in a peaceful way, uh, I knew he was he was telling something true. I, I knew it was him because the energy also felt like I don't know. I was so tired and I was sleeping, <laughs> so I don't know. It felt something something really different from uh, from I don't know from my my mm -hmm. imagination. Mm -hmm. I've never felt something like that with uh, with those those, those things. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah like i think <clears throat> again in, in a in a dream like that I, I'm, I'm just trying i'm like imagining myself being there um yeah like there would be like the presence that you would feel from that other being is, is that what you felt like did you feel like the presence of them so to speak yeah yeah, yeah it was it was a, a different different energy i don't know i, I don't know how to explain it <laughs> It just felt different, totally different. Yeah, no, I, I I hear you though, and I think you did do a good job of explaining it. Um, and and again, you know, like even just kind of like with what they were saying, does correlate 
to something that the you know the energy of a new anubis would probably pass on like the idea of just kind of like observing how uh like man's like is like just like based on the fact that we're like you know going down the path towards like greed and fear and war and and we're destroying ourselves and everything yeah. like that um because again like anubis isn't necessarily the bad guy like i think anubis is is you no. know he, he cares greatly about each and every one of us and and even within like again you know like the the egyptian sort of mythology like anubis will be uh there by your side when at the end of your life when you've passed on and they're weighing your heart on the scales with the feather which is basically to like weigh whether you've been like a, a an honest or just person type thing so i mean i think uh anubis kind of like I mean, again, you know, I don't want to put words in Anubis's mouth, but mouth. But again, you know, like I feel uh, Anubis would would want to be able to see consciousness move forward. Like their job is not just to like punish people or whatever, but yeah. but they're there to provide uh, an an antithesis that will lead us into a higher good, that will lead us into a higher calling type thing. Um, yeah. So, so what do you feel that like Anubis, uh, like based on like what he was telling you and what, what you already kind of said, what do you feel like is kind of like the short, the short form of the message that perhaps he shared with you that you feel that you can share with us? If you even just want to reiterate from your own experience. It's, excuse me. Can you repeat your question? Yeah. So like, just kind of like, can you just kind of share with us again, like what you feel Anubis shared with you, like what okay. he would want you to pass on to people or us, so to speak? Okay. Yes. What he wanted me to, uh, to say, it was, uh, we are all one. There's no illusion of separation. We are all one. And it was the energy he transmitted me. It was this love. Uh, that this unconditional love that any God has for us, also the universe. So that's the feeling he wanted me to to transmit to you. So yes, very cool. <laughs> that's it. Very yes. cool. That's a that's an amazing experience, Rachel. And and again, you know, like that's exactly like part of the reason why doing a class like this is is so valuable. Just to be able to again, you know, sometimes yourself or someone else may have an experience like that that can just be so profound and, and so sort of divine and everything um and it's important for us to be able to bring those experiences forward because again you know i think a big part of what our mission is uh within my own path is to like bring that magic into the real world and through these conversations suddenly we get this presence of like the quote-unquote gods being right here with us and, and they're not like sort of like far and away, but like they're actually right here with us. And especially like the dream space is like what kind of brings that uh, into the more obvious place where we can realize it. So Rachel, thank you again for sharing that story and for, for being a conduit for that. So it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. Go team. <laughs> um, is there is there anything else <clears throat> related to dreams that you would want to share with the group at, at this moment? And otherwise, we'll keep bouncing around. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I think I think that's it by now. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. Thank you. Um, I'll just ask you real quick, though. Do you, uh, what's your experience like with like lucid dreams? Do you have lucid dreams now and then? Or what's your frequency for it? Okay, yeah. Um, sometimes I have lucid dreaming, 
but sometimes I don't. I hate it when I don't, because <laughs> I I really feel like um like I'm not in myself. I don't know how to explain it. Like uh, I'm just traveling, and I don't know. I I really consider those dreams important because they mean something. But lucid dreaming, I think, um, yeah, I have them, and. I don't know how to explain it, but it, I think it's better. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Like within your lucid dreams, like do you recall um, being able to do any certain things? Like do you ever fly? Do you teleport? Do you like move things with your mind? I'm just curious. I, yeah, I <laughs> The thing is, I can't remember when right now, but yeah, I've been cool. flying. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe doing some magic, like we can stuff, but powerful stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Playing with elements, stuff like that. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's playing with elements. That's a that's a wonderful crazy, thing right? crazy cool. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <clears throat> Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rachel, thank you again for joining in and, and thank you for, for rocking it with Paradigm Shift Mexico. That's a huge, Yay. huge thumbs up for that. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Thanks to you. Awesome. And uh, yeah, for anybody in Mexico area, look up Paradigm Shift Mexico on Facebook or go to the Yay. team map as well. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. All right. Um, okay. So Rachel, is there anything else you want to say at the moment or else we'll just keep jumping around next? nothing else let's keep jumping perfect keep jumping <laughs> awesome keep jumping through dimensions here we go all right so um okay guys uh it's about eleven forty on my end um i'm okay to go for like a little bit under an hour from now which is cool and uh we'll end with a short micro meditation and uh next i just wanted to be able to do what i was going to mention earlier which was to actually just like read uh, a dream from our friend Lacey. And let me just kind of pull that up real quick. Um, as soon as my Facebook stops glitching, is it going to glitch? Yeah, that page. Okay, uh, does its thing. And I got pulled up. In the meantime, uh, just while the browser is loading. Okay, there we go. All right. Um, I was also going to tell you guys real quick, and I'll just do this because this is a short dream, and then I'll go into Lacey's dream, which is like very interesting. Um, I recently had a dream, and I'm just sharing this just because I can remember it, and I, I put up a post about it, and people seem to like it. But it was a dream where like I had a dream where I like met Wonder Woman, but it wasn't just like Wonder Woman as Wonder Woman. It was like Wonder Woman as the actor Gal Gadot, and it was also her husband who was there, and. Um, I've kind of like it just from like a little bit of like the stuff that I've come across on the internet, like it, they, they themselves are like quite conscious individuals as well. I uh, like, she's like very conscious, like they're both kind of like into spirituality in their own ways. And they're both like very conscious about what they eat and everything. But yeah, like in the dream, I like, went up to them both and i just like thanked them and this was like shortly after seeing wonder woman which was like a super powerful like awe-inspiring movie that was like a big reflection of our shift in consciousness and helping awaken like the divine feminine within all of us and and yeah and then, and then i like gave them a shift button in my dream and it was like an infinity button and i just remember i was just like so grateful because i was just like thank you for like helping bring forth this beautiful story that will continue to inspire people. And I just like remember crying and there was just like kind of like a really cool dream. Cause 
I think, um, yeah, like it's really interesting how the emotions uh, that we have within this waking life can sometimes like be even more visceral within the dream space. Uh, for those of us who have had dreams where, you know, we've literally been like crying in a dream. Uh, that's a very powerful thing. So yeah, that, that dream was a bit of a gift. Um, so let me just, uh, pull up here if I can find it. Um, <clears throat> again, my browser just kind of glitching out real quick. So I'm just kind of pulling it up if I can find it looking for one of the dreams uh where is that dream that Lacey had come on internet browser sorry guys um where'd it go two seconds there it is okay all right so this is our friend Lacey and um she's uh again she's very like her dreams are, are just like so they're stories they're just like fantasy novels in themselves so to be able to share some of her dreams are great as examples of what can happen in dreams and just uh, again for us to sort of like read as a story so one second all right so i haven't even read all this one so this is like still a little bit of a mystery to me this is like a good uh, paragraph and a half here so here's a dream from our friend Lacey. I'm on a planet ravaged by disease. The infected roam the earth looking to infect the last remaining humans as a chunk of the population is deceased. So it's like an apocalyptic dream to start off with, but wait. I'm with a small group of people held up in a building in the heart of a city. There has been a rumor of a group of people growing food not far outside the city. I volunteer to go. So I get my supplies and one person to join me on the journey. We make our way outside the city, slipping in and out of shadows through abandoned buildings. We wear masks to protect our mouths and nose. Some time passes and we make our way up a dirt road. In the distance, I can see an abundance of food growing from the ground. My friend and me run and breathe in the aroma of the fresh veggies growing. I look at him and I say, I wonder how they survived. Then we saw someone walking behind the trees towards us. The person emerges and it's not human. This person is a hybrid. She is very tall and thin and different looking. She walks by us quietly and continues doing her farming duties. Then an older woman appears from the house and walks over to greet us. She tells us that they are both hybrids and they are immune to disease. They're both immune to the disease that has ravaged the earth. We are both astounded by this. She then says, it's nice to know that there are more of us out there referring to us and, and our referring, referring us referring to us and we kind of look at each other like what okay i just had to like read that weird (laughs) then she goes on to say that our star family will be returning to get us soon she continues to say that her and her people have been holding on to an ancient relic for centuries waiting for this time and that relic that waiting for, for this time and that this relic was a way for them to send out a distress call So this blows me away. Then I hear something like a high-pitched sound, and I look up and see something shiny in the sky. I tell my friend, look, the the object slowly hovers before being picked 
before picking up speed and hurling towards our location. I'm like, holy shit, she was telling me the truth. Then suddenly the ship is hovering above us. And it's like two pyramids on top of each other with intricate hieroglyphs, hieroglyphs etched into it, etched into its side. The ship lowers and I reach up to touch it. And then boom, a bright light emanates from the center as it begins to open. The end or to be continued. So... <laughs> um yeah so there you go guys okay so just like again like a quick recap that's Lacey's dream and it's basically the the in the the parallel reality which we can get to in a second is it a parallel reality is it just imaginary i don't know but in the dream like listen to the story here because like this is like so uh important and 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 like relevant so it's like a story that it is like the city the planet is ravaged by disease there's no growing fruit and vegetables and then they escape outside of the city and they find this vegetables being grown by these hybrids who are humans and hybrids. And then they have a way of being able to call like a distress signal, which brings in like another spaceship to be able to help them. And this ship is basically a giant pyramids, two pyramids on top of each other with intricate hieroglyphs etched into it. And then the ship lowers and she touches it and a light emanates and it begins to open. So there you go, guys. So again, you know, like I think that dream is a very powerful dream and it and and just like the details of it, right? Like the idea that there's just kind of like hybrids in it and stuff and, and just kind of like a lot to do with like the the idea of like a star family and, and the star f- and the and the spaceships and the UFOs coming down again um, is like her dream literally just like purely within the confines of her own imagination or is it literally kind of like her opening up into perhaps like a bigger narrative and this story is kind of like a symbolic uh teaching that can be passed on through the rest of us through storytelling but it's also something that her soul is directly able to experience and learn from in that moment and then it gets in and then this is kind of what i was saying you know like is it possible that within this multiverse universe that sometimes our dreams are actually taking place in parallel realities. Uh, So again, you know, that's the idea is that like there's infinite parallel realities. There's a bunch of them happening simultaneously. We happen to be uh, narrowed in into the frequency of this one. And maybe again, this is just kind of like even new territory to think about are some of our dreams as much as they are just like momentary uh, fractal represent like momentary, just kind of like imagination realms within that one dream or are they sometimes literally us kind of like experiencing something within like a parallel version of earth in the future or something like is her dream literally something that exists somewhere you know so to speak or getting into the idea of like is that actually her kind of like having a dream of a future life in her present state that is helping connect her to her bigger story where she's like off going on adventures and connecting with star family as much as she is now. So now that she kind of like has these dreams, it kind of helps her like integrate this into her experience of who she is now and everything. So anyways, I just think that's amazing. Um, and, and I just want to be able to, to open it up. So uh, w- anybody else have any thoughts on, on Lacey's dream or just any other comments on just like what their thoughts were on it? Um, Rachel or Emily or anyone, I'm just kind of pulling up mics if anybody has anything to share. Um, did uh, Emily or Rachel or Jacqueline have anything to 
you guys want to respond uh, with? No, that's pretty cool though. But that's kind of that kind of that dream almost kind of reminds me of. I mean, the end part of it kind of reminds me of that Saturn dream that I was having. Like I was not on Earth. I was somewhere like Earth, but it wasn't Earth, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to think about, like, or even think about me um, dreaming about, like, your past life as the star, uh, star person. Yeah, really, totally. Yeah. I mean, it could be, like, connecting with them through your dreams, going into a parallel universe, like you were saying. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's all possible so. <laughs> yeah yeah totally totally yeah um again you know like i'm just i'm just fascinated by that and that's just like one of many of the dreams that she's had that has been like equally as intricate and detailed and commonly featuring star seeds and hybrids and ufos and stuff so very cool um did anybody else, uh, Jacqueline or Rachel, was there any comments that you guys had related to sharing of that dream or anything? Did it remind you of anything or anything you guys might want to share? Just pulling up the mics if you guys want to respond. If not, maybe. Okay, yeah. It, Rachel's there. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I, I can really hear. Uh, I don't know. There's someone else who's doing some noise and i can't really hear oh okay did you hear the story or <laughs> kind of <laughs> okay all right no no worries no worries i was really concentrating on your voice <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah I, I really love dreams and and also dreams they're they're amazing and it really reminds me of one i had um i never saw craft but the experience it was it was amazing. Sky uh, turned purple and like pinkish. I don't know. And then suddenly it like opened, and I immediately transported to another planet, like to another reality. I don't know how to explain it. And I never really saw entities, but I felt their presence. They were trying to communicate, like um, by. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. I just listened to them and they were trying to take us to some place where we were going to be safe. I, I, I don't know. It was really, really weird, but it was amazing because there was this whole new planet and there was this place like uh, the buildings, they were, they were really different. Um, and I don't know. I think those experiences, I think they may be for some reason. They are for some reason. And you just dream about that for one reason. And I don't really think it's your imagination. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's something I've never, I've never seen. So I don't know. <laughs> I really think we have to, to pay attention to our dreams and meditate about them. So yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. totally and and again you know like i think that's that's going back to the idea that like dreams will always have, have this mystery behind them and and yeah i agree like um 
I think um I I I think like with dreams like it's not always like something where we have to like know for certain as to like what it means and everything like that. Sometimes it's good to just kind of like sit back and just appreciate the experience and and really just allow it to be like downloaded into your heart. Um, but again, you know, like also being able to kind of like continue to level up from the experiences. So you can, I, I love the idea that you can go through a dream and you could do something like incredibly courageous and stuff. And maybe you'll like fight a dragon as symbolic as that is. And then you'll wake up the next morning and you'll feel like a badass. Then I think that's beautiful. Cause I think that's like a, it's something that we can continue to ride and something that we can continue to, to work towards and, and focus on with our dreams. It's like, you know, like our and I'm gonna go tonight, and I'm dreaming of like something. Like I'm gonna. So, um, hold on, guys. I'm just kind of dealing with the uh, technical difficulties on my. Can you guys still hear me? Okay, just to confirm. I think Rachel, you have your. You can kind of hear me. Okay. Yeah, I think we're alone now. <laughs> she was checking. Oh no, she left. There we go. There you are. Hey, Bren. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for holding space. I appreciate that. Great. <laughs> well, come Okay, that's good. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think we're good. Okay. All right. Okay, we are. We are back. And we are ready to roll. You guys ready to rock? Okay. There we go. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. That's uh, just like a little like frame, like Windows frames getting held up there and stuff. Okay. Um, did I miss anything? Were you guys in the middle of something? <laughs> no. no, no, not really. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. All right. Um, I know uh, Anne was in here a minute ago. Hopefully she joins back. So I want to be able to pass the talking stick over to her just to be able to introduce it. And uh, yes, uh, just going back to um, actually going back to the dream that we we're just having uh, shared there from, from Lacey. Um, what's interesting about it, and to be honest, like I didn't, I didn't know this when I was reading it. Um, but like after I read it, I like had to ask her cause I had a suspicion. Um, and hopefully she's okay with like me just saying this cause we're good friends and it's not the first time and everything like that. Um, but yeah, it, within the dream. Okay. It was like, it was like her and another person and they were in this post apocalyptic scenario and there's hybrids. Anyways, long story short, uh, I was the other character within that dream that she had and she didn't say that. Like I had to ask her and she's like, she's like, who do you think it was? So I was just like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. But like, as I was reading it, I was just like, I was like, hmm, like this sounds vaguely familiar, which was interesting for me because it's just like, okay, if I was like in that dream, does that mean that it was purely like me as a projection or is it actually because maybe a part of me has actually experienced that, what we're referring to as like that, like future reality or that parallel reality as well? Like, is that actually why like that sounded similar to me? Because of the fact that my character was in her dream, which in some way means that like part of like my own consciousness was also in the dream. So anyways, I just thought that was kind of extra interesting. So um, yeah, Lacey, thank you for for being able to share your dreams and everything. And, and uh, yeah, I wish I could be able to like actively remember them as much as you do and they're super awesome so cool okay um 
Sweet. Okay, I just want to be able to make sure. Are things sounding okay on YouTube? We're just going to skip ahead. I'm just doing a quick double check here, guys. And then we'll just uh, go around with the talking stick again in a second. Um, yeah, okay. Sounds good. Perfect. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Okay, so we still have uh, Rachel and we have uh, Jacqueline. We have Time Lord Thomas uh, in the chat here. Um, so I just want to be able to open the talking stick, pass the talking stick around, open the talking circle. And uh, is there anything else that you guys feel like you want to specifically talk about within the concept of dreams or any questions that you guys might have for the group? I'm just going to open up some microphones here. So if anybody wanted to jump in on anything, please feel free to do so. And uh, we'll get close to wrapping up the show soon enough. So um, is there anything that you guys felt called to share in the moment? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure, but I got a Rachel? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you guys had ever had a, a, a experience with ayahuasca. I don't know if you, you know what that is. Do you know what it, what that is? I I'm familiar I, with ayahuasca. I haven't directly yeah. experienced ayahuasca, but other experiences, yes. So, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I I wanted to know what was your experience. Uh, I don't know if anyone else has had it. I don't know. <laughs> in relation, like ayahuasca, in relation to dreams and stuff like that. Like, is that or just in general? Uh, well. I don't know, just in general, because I think, um, as you said at the beginning, you, you were saying psychedelic experiences, they, they mean a lot. So mm -hmm. I wanted your, yeah. your experience. <laughs> yeah, like, have you, sorry, were you saying that you have had an ayahuasca experience? No, I haven't. You haven't, I okay. want to, yes, right. I want to, but... One thing, um, one thing that I can share, and again, like I haven't had an ayahuasca experience. I have had psychedelic experiences. I've worked with um, mushrooms, LSD, DMT, cannabis, salvia. That's, um, and like those are the primary psychedelics and everything that I've worked with and everything. Uh, but one thing that um, from a friend of mine who's shared their experience with ayahuasca that really stood out to me is that they basically explain that for them when they were in the heart of their trip, it was literally like a lucid dream, but even more potent because they were more conscious uh, for a continuous amount of time, like what, what would have been like hours and everything. But um, within the dream, like, or sorry, within, <laughs> within the ayahuasca experience, they explained that they were like literally able to uh, go wherever their thoughts would take them. And so they were literally able to like look at their previous moments of their life and like look at like specific moments where maybe there was trauma and like send healing to it almost from like a third person perspective like they were literally able to like see themselves as a child and kind of like be there from from that like additional like higher perspective and and um yeah and like that really stood out to me because again you know like i think when you're in an experience that can be evoked through an ayahuasca ceremony it is very parallel to what you can also experience within like a dreaming and within a lucid dream state. And then um, another thing that I'll just kind of mention that kind of ties into this and it just helps piece more pieces together. But it was just a post that I saw briefly. It was literally just a comment within like a Terrence McKenna discussion group. And it was basically um, how a person uh, who was blind, um, not from birth, but they, they were, they like lost their eyesight at a young age they did, uh, I believe it was uh, LSD, 
And then they said that like they were actually able to like sit there and meditate and like walk through like a forest or wherever they wanted to go in like a super visceral real way for them, which again, you know, I thought was like very powerful because it just goes back to the idea that like, you know, the internal worlds that we can experience have a present moment equally as real to this one. And, and when we are going into that inner space, it's literally like this, this again, like this, like hyperdelic opportunity to kind of like go beyond time and to be able to see parts of our life and to bring things into observation and to look at them closer and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, like I think an ayahuasca experience would be in some ways even more fruitful and have more substance to it for someone who has probably studied dreams uh, and have had their own like dream exploration and lucid dreaming practices. Because again, what lucid dreaming and, and dream practices in general, it's really about mindfulness. It's really about bringing mindfulness into this present moment right here that way. So when you do get into a dream and you might be coming lucid, your present, your, it's your present awareness within the now that allows you to kind of activate that lucidity. It's, 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 it's being able to be like, okay, like, yes, I am dreaming. What do I do next? And then being able to like move forward with that intention with like very specific awareness of where you are putting your thoughts because an untrained mind their thoughts will like kind of like f continue to just like whip around almost like a almost like a hose that gets left on in the backyard you know when when you just have like a hose on it, it's just like <laughs> and just like spraying around like that's like what the mind does and then like you have to like walk up to it and you have to like grab that hose and you have to like control it but then you can like direct it with your thumb which is your intention and that's like you directing your thoughts so it's another great analogy from paradigm shift central today <laughs> so, sprinkles and <laughs> yeah. garden hoses um but but yeah again you know i, I think uh, that's why like for some people they might have a psychedelic experience or a lucid dreaming experience where they'll be like out of their control or at least it will feel like it's out of their control and it'll just be like randomness and scary faces and weird images and things like that um but again you know like bring it into the breath and then move forward allows you to just like consciously be able to bring what you want into the forefront of your mind. And this is something that um, even within my own experiences, specifically of LSD, I really experienced that where I, while I was meditating on LSD, it was very much like flying through a Mandelbrot hyperspace, but able to do it consciously and like as i was thinking things like the the structure of the landscape inside of what i was perceiving inside this inner space was changing to what i was thinking and stuff like that and it, and it would even change uh to music as well like if i was like sitting near music like it would like shift based on the music or maybe it was shifting based on my own reaction to the music which in turn shifts the vision and stuff um but yeah the, so those are just some of my thoughts on uh yeah like i think an ayahuasca experience is very dreamlike by nature. And again, you know, that's because like you're literally opening up the chakras, you're opening up the third eye, you're releasing like that natural DMT state. And what is the DMT state? You know, if anything, it's it can very simply be thought of as just kind of like, uh, you know, opening up our connection to this like spiritual state that, that we uh, naturally are. Like, that's the thing. I think the DMT state, like, I think that's actually what reality is like all the time. Like, at least that's my best guess. Like it, reality is, if you can experience DMT and ayahuasca, that's what reality is like by default. 
And yet it is only through these bodies that we kind of refine it and filter it and get it to the point where it's not as crazy so that we can manage it and so that we can experience it and move through this amnesia and, you know, do all the normal things that we do on a regular day basis that we wouldn't be able to do if we were constantly aware of all this extra sensation. Um, but yeah, Rachel, uh, does that answer some of your question or give you some stuff to think about? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much? Okay. I think I'm ready. <laughs> you think you're ready for ayahuasca? Is that what you think? Yeah, I think, I think uh, this broadcast is not coincidence that I'm here and I'm uh, here telling you this. So cool. Yeah, I think that's that's for one reason. So yeah, I think I'm ready. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, keep yeah. keep keep meditating on that, and and when the time yeah. comes, you know, like I think, like that's the thing, you know, like even for me, I. I, I intend on doing ayahuasca at some point in my life when it will happen. I'm not exactly sure. I'm just being very patient with the process, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, with any of these medicines, it's kind of one of those things is like they come to you when you're ready. So like yeah. if you're, you can chase it, but maybe you won't be ready for it and maybe you'll find it sooner than you're ready for it. Maybe it will, it will like, maybe it might even tell you to be able to be like, this is like, you know, you are not ready for this. Like you're, you're carrying like the yeah. God torch here and you haven't fully like proven that you're ready to handle it and stuff. Um, which can be, which in itself can be a lesson in itself. You know, someone just getting like their ass handed to them through an experience. But again, it's the same with the dreams. Um, but it's interesting because like the dreams, like it's not just, you can chase the dreams, but, but, it's not just about wanting them, but it's literally about the practices. Um, and that's where, you know, even within this broadcast, I'd love to be able to just get into some practical tips uh, for people who may be interested in, in expanding their own dream practice as well. Uh, so um, I'd love to be able to open up the circle to, to any of you guys and, and we can kind of wrap up on that and then we'll get into a closing meditation. Just on any practical tips that you guys might want to suggest for people to keep in mind who are interested in studying their dream practices. So um I don't know if Rachel, if that's something you might want to share, if, if maybe you found like if there's any tricks that you've had over the years that have helped you uh, either remember dreams or interact with your dreams or even anything within a lucid dream, if there's anything you want to share. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I, used to, I used to draw them. It was easy for me to remember uh, colors and the people because I also, I also see people uh, I don't even know. <laughs> So I draw them and actually, yeah, have a journal <laughs> and write them down so you can remember everything. And as you said, emotions, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And again, like that's pretty much like within the top three tips is to have a dream journal and to write them down. Um, Rachel, how long have you been writing down your dreams though? I'm just curious, like. Oh my God, <laughs> I don't know. Um, as I said, I started uh, drawing them. Then um, I started writing, but I, I can't remember <laughs> since I was a little girl. <laughs> well, that's awesome then. Because, yeah. like, that yeah. <laughs> did someone, like, I, I'm kind of asking that because I'm curious. Like, did someone tell you you should start writing down your dreams, or was that just something you did? No, it was something I did because I, uh, I, I'm always dreaming these crazy things so yeah for me it's important to write them down because i can remember everything maybe one day i'll have one story <laughs> i don't know <laughs> 
that's awesome then yeah i i think that's i think that's really cool that you just kind of like did that naturally on your own um you know if i had to take a guess here and, and not just to sort of like say it just to like polish your ego or anything but like i'm i'm gonna take a guess and assume that like not just you but probably a lot of people tune into this have also like practice the dream exploration process in previous lifetimes which would make sense as to like why like at a young age you're just like intuitively like yeah i should probably write these down you know it's just like so, yeah, maybe. Um, maybe exactly right yeah, maybe. maybe i don't know maybe, maybe. <laughs> that's yeah. all we can really say so. yeah yeah um yeah so yeah saying, uh, thomas go go right ahead thank you rachel what I was going to say, but just a practical thing for us to do, you know, obviously all of us in this group care about this and have had some experience. So, you know, I, I use little cartoon tricks like um, what we should do is the next time you go to all of us go to bed in any, you know, just before you go to bed, imagine yourself making a like a, a connection, either if you're a tech, a VPN connection or just something, just something that you can relate to to this group. You don't, we don't have to remember each other's names so much. Just make a, just before you go to sleep, make a mental connection. And then, and then, you know, eat your lemon or, you know, be hydrated or whatever. And let's actually physically see if we can be in each other's dreams. You know, they don't have to be, they don't have to be at the same time in the timeline of reality. They just, the next time you go to sleep, think of this group, think of that VPN connection. Take that, you know, eat that lemon slice or whatever practice you do and see if we can meet up in a dream and physically interact in that sense. Not physically, but multiverse act, react. You understand what I'm saying? I just thought I'd suggest that. I was thinking about today. Make a VPN connection to this group when you go to sleep and just see what happens. You know, get rid of them. Be a, don't try not to be too stressed out. Forget about your bills and all that temporarily, and you never know. But that's that's all I wanted to say. Totally, totally, Thomas, and and you're you're right on point with that because that that idea is something that we've been implementing into the dream class since we started it, and 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 I. I yeah, yeah, and and, and like I, I think it's just because like we haven't had a dream class in a while, and and whether you caught the past one and stuff, you wouldn't have fully known about this. But I, I mentioned briefly earlier in the broadcast, but within um, the Paradigm Shift Dream class, something that we do is what we're going to do within our closing meditation is that we have the concept of the dream tree. And so basically, like within the promo image of the dream class, which I'll pull up for you guys in a second as I'm just talking about this, uh, it's this basic idea that we have this shared common space and we intend to meet up there within the astral and multiple people have actually been there have actually like made it there uh within the dream space and and so it's like something that we do a little meditation on we we encode into our memory and then we use it as a practice and basically i'll just pull up the uh screen share here real quick um so this is like this is a promo image for paradigm shift dream class but it's not just there just as a promo image it's actually there like as a reference to the shared dream space so that tree in the middle is what we refer to as the dream tree and then you have like the paradigm shift sigil floating above it acting as a portal and then you have kind of like this energy accumulating and then so that tree is recognized as a central gathering point where we can come together within the dream space and and yeah like that would be the idea is that you know as we continue to evolve more of us will be able to use this as a reference point to be able to say like, yeah, like I made it, I made it to the dream tree and through consistent practice and routine, 
can this become something regular? Can this become something actualized where at night we're just like, okay, you know, work on stuff during the day. Let's go hang out together as a paradigm shift like team and meet up at the dream tree. So really, really cool stuff. So yeah, Thomas, go ahead. I've seen the astral mansion for a split second, but that's it. I've seen it. The astral mansion. Yeah. I've seen the astral mansion. Uh, but I, I can't, they don't let me stay. They kick me out. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like maybe, you know, like as like the, the concept of the dream tree evolves, like maybe it'll just like continue to evolve into like a festival and like a, a dream community and stuff, which gets into this whole other idea of like, can structures be made in a consistent like aspect within the dream space, you know, like can, can things be built within the dream space? Are there actual locations within the dream space? And some would people would say like, absolutely. And this is where you get into this idea of like astral cities and actual locations and stuff. But again, you know, I think that's something that we can always get back to at, at a future point, but it's definitely the prospect is there meeting up within a shared dream space. And I think all it takes is just like, kind of like collectively directing our intention towards a single point and, and, and moving forward and, and having fun doing it. So um, yeah, we'll definitely, we'll do that during the closing meditation. So let's keep bouncing around with a couple more practical tips. So um, again, you know, just kind of with what Rachel was saying, writing down your dreams, so important. If you're not writing down your dreams yet, absolutely be sure to get a separate book for your dream journals that always helps a lot have it next to your bed and when you're writing down your dreams first thing in the morning do it before you get out of bed like this is like stating the obvious but like as soon as you like step out of bed like that will usually like a rate not erase your dreams but it disconnects your memory to the dream cloud the dream memory is kind of the way i think about it so stay perfectly still because like as you're still like that's when there's like that subtle connection that that fragile connection between your waking memory and the dream memory. And so you kind of want to sit there and meditate in the morning and gently write down or use an audio recorder or whatever works. But first thing in the morning, don't move as much as you can and write down your dreams as much as you can and then go to the bathroom. So, um, yeah. I just okay. want to add something to that. Um, don't go ahead, Jacqueline. Your phone. Don't yes. Phone at all. That just ruins everything. Not even to look at what time it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a great point as well. And, and that's both for even in the morning or even at night and stuff like that. Um, do yourself a favor and keep your phone far away from your bed. Because like even just at night, when you like open your phone and you look at the light, like that light chemically creates a reaction where it sort of like changes some of like the melatonin being released and, and the other fragile dream chemicals that affect your lucid dreaming. So like you, again, you know, when your eyes are closed and they're and they're in that like darkness state, that is like when the brain is naturally meant to create like DMT and stuff like that. So if you're like in the middle of the night and you're seeing like, oh, I wonder why I can't dream. Let me check my phone. That's actually kind of like screwing up your brain because it's just like, wait, is it daylight now? Like what's going on? And and so um, yeah, that's a Jacqueline. That's a great point. Keep your phone away from you if you're working on dream pre process recall and everything. So. Cool. And, uh, just one more. I noticed that I remember my dreams more if I wear an eye mask so that there's no light whenever I sleep. Another great tip. Yeah, that's that's again going back to the just like the importance of being aware of how light affects our dream process. Um, I found that too, and, and I was going to even recommend this to uh, Emily. I was going to recommend this to your daughter if you guys are still tuned in, and, and I'll pass the talking stick over to you guys in a minute if you want to share any suggestions. Um, 
one thing that I found that can help even just when relaxing and going to bed is just to take like a face cloth and to create like put warm water on it and then just take a warm face cloth and just put it on your eyes that way so the warmth of the face cloth actually like helps your eyelids it kind of like relaxes the muscles and stuff um this was something that was recommended to me after using a computer screen for a lot you know your eyes might get tired so it's good to sit down and put a warm face cloth over your eyes but it's also good to do that within your dream practice as well so um see see if that's actually something that you can implement if you choose to is to fall asleep with like a warm face cloth over your eyes and and again like emily for your daughter maybe i was in some way maybe that would actually like help with what she was talking about with like the stuff in her eyes within her dreams and stuff so yeah definitely thank you cool cool okay um any other practical tips from from anybody in here uh feel free to jump in don't Emily, did, was there anything you wanted to share in terms of practical practical tips for dreams? For no, people? no, I just, yeah, no, I'm good. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, um, so other things, or I'll just, anybody else who wanted to share anything before I mention stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, Rachel, I, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Rachel. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay, yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Okay, there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, I saw a video from this amazing guy, uh, he's expert in lucid dreaming. He said um, the key uh, to start practicing lucid dreaming is to do something after, uh, before sleeping. Uh, like, I don't know, maybe rub your tips or something like that and keep doing it until you fall asleep. And you will remember you were doing something while dreaming, so you will know you are you are dreaming. Then you will have all the dream. Yeah, <laughs> that's the tip. <laughs> so you're saying like kind of like rubbing your fingers together or or something yeah, like that? Yeah, just doing something. Yeah. Do something you will remember while uh, while sleeping, and mm-hmm. then you will start having lucid dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, again, that's, that's another good tip. Um, something that I've practiced a bit within the past, but again, you know, like with so many of these things are just, they work when you're consistent with them. If you do it once or twice and you don't really get any results, don't, don't let that judge like the entire like practicality of the tip based on the fact that you only did it a couple times. Like it works when you get consistent because you're, you're, you're creating routine, you're creating programming within your consciousness, within your brain. Um, but yeah, like one thing that I found, uh, that was a useful tip was to like kind of um, gently almost like play the piano lightly with your fingers on your body as you're falling asleep. And so the idea is that like you're not moving your hands so much. You're just gently moving them like enough so that your body could literally still fall asleep while you're still kind of moving your fingers. And then as you're doing that, like you'll eventually like potentially like what can actually happen is that you're you 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 feel yourself still moving your fingers but then you're actually asleep and then the next this this is kind of separate from rachel's thing but i'll just explain it just so the context is there uh so let me just reiterate okay so like say you're falling asleep and you're gently playing the piano you can do it like on your leg on your arm or whatever and then what you're meant to do is that like every like 10 breaths or something like that what you do is that you gently just like plug your nose and try to inhale and then obviously if you're awake like that it will be like okay my nose is plugged and i can't do it and then you go back to moving your fingers and then you do this again but then eventually it's going to get to the point where you're going to plug your nose and you're going to go to breathe 
and it's going to work because you've actually fallen asleep, but your mind is still awake. So the idea behind um, in some way of like moving something with your hands or doing some sort of slight movement while falling asleep, part of the intention behind that is to keep your mind awake as your body falls asleep. Because that's kind of like when you can get into that lucid state is that you, you, you transition to that dream space but your mind is still awake. So sometimes that's what often is referred to as a wake-induced lucid dream, a wild lucid dream is the acronym. Um, so yeah, you can kind of play around with that, like different ways of like keeping your mind awake as your body falls asleep, because like that is a very interesting like space that you can, that you can experience. And then some people they can experience within that space, like there's like a very visceral sensation of their body kind of either sinking or floating. And that's like almost like this feeling of, kind of like us kind of going into the inner space there's like an actual visceral sensation that you can experience if you're conscious of that moment when your body's literally transitioning and it's literally like kind of like this like it's like the soul like moving or something you can feel it it's very it's very visceral and sometimes it can spook people if they don't really fully understand what it is they're experiencing but yeah yeah i think um doing something with your hands while falling asleep is, is a good one so rachel that's a good one yeah Cool. cool. Awesome. All right. Um, anybody else got any other t- practical tips that they would want to share? Um, I was just going to share just a couple more and then we'll get into our closing meditation. So if not, no. Okay. Um, so other practical tips that I would just mention, and I'm not going to get into detail right now. Um, but again, you know, so I uh, writing down your dreams, these are like the common ones. I will literally mention this every class because you know, people who haven't heard them before, it's worth hearing them again, um, or hearing them the first time. So writing down your dreams is very important. Meditation is also very important because that's about, again, bringing your mindfulness into the present moment and that bleeds over into everything that you're doing within your dream process, including falling asleep with mindfulness and keeping your mind awake while your body falls asleep. And then reality checks is like a whole nother thing in itself. And so again, you know, like that's where you're bringing in the curiosity into your waking state while also developing like physical habits that can relate into the dream space. So again, you know, like pulling your finger, try pulling your finger while you're awake And you'll notice that it doesn't do anything different. But if you pull your finger when you're asleep, your finger might stretch and become like really rubbery. And you'll be like, oh, that's really unusual. I must be dreaming. Um, But again, you can also do that with things like jumping and trying to fly. Um, You can do things like walking through a door frame and looking up at the ceiling. Sometimes within dreams, ceilings aren't there because like they they don't like render the ceilings properly. It's kind of interesting. Other things can be is like checking your watch because watches don't work properly within dreams usually. Um, But usually when you're doing these things, I'll just say this, when you're doing these things in the waking state, part of the idea is that you want to be able to program your mind to actually do what you're trying to do as if it was a dream space. So if you're in the waking state and you're trying to imagine, if you're trying to jump to see if there's gravity still working, because sometimes within your dream space, if you jump, you might float up. Um, But if you jump within this space, what you actually want to do is you actually want to jump as if you're trying to float. So don't just jump to see whether you'll fall down. Jump with the idea of trying to make yourself float. So literally like the Peter Pan thing. Like if you think you can fly, you can fly. So jump with the intention to float. And then that way when you're in the dream, you'll jump with the intention to float and you may actually float because it's possible to jump within a dream and land normally and be like, oh, okay, it's not a dream, even though it actually is a dream because it's actually your thoughts 
that are creating the scenario, not just the the entire like nature of the dream. It's it's your thoughts that govern, uh, you know, the laws and stuff. Like that's why like gravity doesn't exist within the dream space. It's your thoughts about gravity that exists within the dream space. So that's why it's flexible, right? There is no spoon. There is only the mind, and the mind is what bends it. Um, so then other things uh, to keep in mind. So again, writing down your dreams, meditation, reality checks. Other things to keep in mind uh, would also be cultivation of sexual energy. This is a very big thing, uh, especially for males. I don't want to say just for males. I know it's a big thing for male and females, um, but especially uh, for males and everything. Uh, I'm saying that from my own experience. And, and you know, the, this is like not just like from like my opinion, but when you get into a lot of the esoteric teachings, uh, such as like the cultivation of te- sexual energy, they talk about the idea that if you're looking to do things like astral projection and lucid dreaming, you require to have like that potency of like the, the energy created through the buildup of like the, the, through the cultivation of the sexual energy over time. Um, so again, just keep that in mind. If that's something you're interested in, I would just encourage you to do some research on it. Uh, look up, you can look up like Mantak Chia, someone who I always uh, recommend M A N T A K C H I A. Um, so yeah, be aware of like your cultivation of sexual energy. Like if you're planning on astral projecting, um, it becomes, if you're planning on lucid dreaming or anything like that, it becomes more accessible. The more you've cultivated your energy, that is like, I want to say that's a fact, like for some people it's going to be different and everything like that, but I'd say that's pretty factual. Um, and then moving that energy to other parts of your body and and using it for creativity and not just dreams as well. Another thing would also be, uh, any sort of like diet and also like substances that you may be working with, just being aware that eating a bunch of food before going to sleep will probably cause you not to remember your dreams because your body's going to be focusing on digesting your food and opposed to being able to send the energy to the subtle aspect of recall. And also, um, anything where you, if you're working with cannabis or anything like that, uh, cannabis, because of the way it interacts with the brain, uh, naturally just be, it seems to affect dream recall um so if you're looking to remember your dreams a great way to be able to do that is to check in with your cannabis habits if that's something for you and to see what it's like when you cut back um for me i know that's like a big part of my own personal experience as well and uh yeah so those are kind of like the main primary things um and then other things would be like uh again being aware of where you put your phone. Uh, you can even look at like what direction you're facing before falling asleep, any sort of rituals that you want to create before falling asleep, like doing meditation before falling asleep, creating uh, a, an environment within which you sleep, cleaning your room can sometimes help with that. Paying attention to the cycles of the moon can also help with that. Um, and then you can get into the whole process of like waking up in the middle of the night and then like doing some stretches and then falling back asleep. That can help sometimes. So yeah, there's lots of different ways of which we can interact with dreams and, and there's always going to be more in which we uh, can discover and get creative and create for ourselves. So um, so yeah, those are just some of the practical things. Uh, again, I just want to be able to open up the talking circle. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about or mention? I'm just going to check in on the live chat. Um, let me just check if anybody has anything they want to share. Just please feel free to jump in now or any other questions maybe. Have you so, Hold on. Uh, Emily, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Has Has anyone here like done acid or um, mushrooms and in their dreams? 
That's a that's a awesome question as well. Um, I know people have had experiences where they've done like psychedelics within their dreams. Um, I have. I have. Yeah, like I, I'm trying to remember in full detail. Um, yeah, like I know. Yeah, well, maybe Emily, did you want to share anything about that or? Yeah, I mean, I can. It's it's actually kind of a frustrating dream because I'll take the substance and then I'll be waiting for it to kick in um it only slightly kick it kicks in but it's interesting that my body actually produces that in my dream or or where my dream produces that same sensation that i would get if i actually had taken it yeah i agree i'm super fascinated by by just that idea um again because i i feel like sometimes it's 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 like the substance activates a program, but sometimes you don't need that substance to activate that program, especially within the dream space. Like if you just think like, you know, like mushroom mode activate and then there, right? Like it's because especially within the dream space when all the things are naturally like firing already. Um, yeah, it seems it, it seems fascinating. Uh, so again, you know, like that could be. For some people, uh, a, a motivator for them to study their dreams because it's just like, wait, like, could I like, like, what happens if I like smoke DMT in my dreams, right? Like, you know, <laughs> oh man. So, um, you got to earn it though. You got to earn it. So yeah, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I I think that's I think that's really really interesting. Uh, yeah, that just like the the consciousness kind of works that way that you can kind of trigger a sensation just by bringing the story element into your experience so yeah cool um emily was there anything else you want to share or any other nah i think that's, that's it cool. that's cool sweet Thank awesome you. thanks sweet okay um anybody else have anything they want to share thomas i'm gonna bring your mic up just briefly um anybody else have anything they want to share rachel jacqueline thomas if not that's cool we'll get close to wrapping this up no, 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 not at all. Okay, cool, awesome. All right, you guys, thanks, thanks again for joining, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys being here. It's it's awesome to be able to have this community where we can talk together and be able to co-create these conversations. And and thank you again to everyone listening into this. And so, um, with that said, guys, we're gonna get close into wrapping up this broadcast. We're just gonna conclude with the final uh, closing meditation with the Dream Tree. I uh, just want to do some basic reminders to invite you guys to check out paradigmshiftcentral.com. And uh, in terms of a next broadcast, I do want to be able to do a, a, a guided story meditation for the full moon coming up, but I, that's going to be on Monday. Um, but I still have to create the links and everything for that. Like I still have to like meditate and prepare for that. Cause that takes a lot of work to do those. And I, and I really have to like make sure I'm in the right place to, to, to be able to do those. But again, that will be a guided story meditation. So for those of you who haven't experienced them, it's basically like experiencing like a guided waking dream, uh, in a lot of ways. So a lot of magic and imagination inside of it. So stay tuned for that and just check the, check the paradigm to central website on like Sunday and, and you should see a post up about it under the central news uh, as well. Um, so again, just reminding you guys that what makes this project possible is thank, 
is a huge thanks to everyone involved, in particular the team Patreon supporters. And uh, we did have one new Patreon sign up while we were in this broadcast. So thank you to Ann Jones for signing up. Much appreciated. And again, you guys can sign up as a monthly micro contributor. The monthly micro asking donation is just 3 to $5. And through the power of micro donations and sacred commerce, when we all give a little, we all give a lot. And the funds from that help support the ongoing evolution of the community and also get you your shifter booster kit when you sign up for three to five dollars and you can get a kit that's worth about seventy dollars and over the next several weeks i'm going to be grinding my uh, cosmic butt off to be able to make more of the shifter booster kits to be able to send out for you guys who have ordered those and are patiently waiting so thank you again and again that's at patreon.com forward slash brendan culleton that you can check in on the patreon and you can also find it through the main website through any of the banner links to the patreon as well um so in addition to that guys uh monday will also have a shift team's work period so inviting you guys to join in on the website if you want to be involved with some of the co-creation of the community and uh, all you got to do is just show up between 9 a.m and 4 p.m eastern standard time and check in on the live chat just be like hey i'm online what's up and uh, I may be doing a live broadcast that day. I may not. Again, like that's kind of overlapping with me preparing for the global meditation. But nonetheless, I invite you guys to continue working on your own creation of conscious media and your own creation of par- paradigm shift communities. And by creating quest journals and by creating videos and by creating qu- conscious articles and shout out to everyone who's already had stuff online. <clears throat> and there's new stuff up there that I encourage you guys to go check out. Uh, a recent quest journal that I put up about my shiftism adventures from Canada Day and also uh, the Mystic Spider-Man video, which I invite you guys to check out as well, plus a lot of other cool stuff from community members. So um, other than that, be sure to like Paradigm Shift Central on Facebook as well and help support the uh, posts that go up there and click to get notified. You can find me on Facebook at Skull Babylon and subscribe to YouTube on Skull Babylon if you haven't yet. And you can find Paradigm Shift, the uh, all the broadcasts on iTunes under Paradigm Shift Radio. So um, be sure to invite your friends to the project and share this and future broadcasts with other people. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for being a part of this. So with that said, let me just take a moment here to relax and we're just going to get close to wrapping up this broadcast. And I just invite you guys to join in this shared closing meditation that we'll do. This will be no more than 10 minutes. And we're just doing this as a little practice, going back to the idea of being able to work towards the shared dream experience. So the paradigm shift dream tree, which I'll show up for the image in a second on the screen share, is again something that we've been working on since the beginning of dream class, which was over a year and a half ago or two years that we've been doing this on and off. And so basically the idea is, is that we're going to do a simple guided meditation. We're going to bring like more sort of like structure to this image within our own imagination as a team. So that as we think about this, not just in like within our waking state, we can bring it into our awareness within the dream space. So that within the dream space, if you become lucid, feel free to be like, Oh, like let's go to the dream tree and you can teleport there. And there may be other astral parts of ourself who are hanging out there. I'd like to, uh, uh, in some way, like create the idea that a part of us is always at the dream tree. So a part of me is always at the dream tree. So if you go to the dream tree, you can like come find me like sitting down next to it. We can have a conversation to it. And I think that's kind of a cool thing, not to get too off topic here, but the idea that there's like different parts of ourselves and different that can be in multiple places at once because of the nature of the dream. So 
part of me is at the dream tree. Part of me is here. Part of me is in a post-apocalyptic future hanging out with hybrids. So very cool stuff. So again, guys, at this point, I'm just going to pull up the image of the dream tree. So just take a moment here to look at the image. So you, what you have here is like the checkerboards, us on the, between the pillars of knowledge, kind of stepping through. And this kind of reflects like the idea of like stepping through into a, a broader awareness of ourselves, whatever it really wants to mean to you. And then you have the tree out in the fields in this plush meadow. And then also imagining the paradigm shift sigil the, uh, the portal floating above it, which you can also bring into your vision of what the dream space would, the dream tree would look like. And so that portal is like almost, you know, like a video game beacon, which helps show people what's there while also activating as a portal for us to synchronize our thoughts through. So before we go into closing meditation, if you are on the visual image, just take a moment here to look at the paradigm shift central sigil. So like that logo that we use, that sigil is something that has been created with the intention for us to be able to centralize our focus through. Like it literally has been created for the idea so that whether we're doing it within dream practice or beyond dream practice, when you think about that sigil, you're thinking about the energy it represents and you're thinking about the connection that it represents to all of us involved in this team, to all of us involved within this project, to all the shifters, to all the light guardians. And then through there, we're able to connect. So just inviting everyone here to just allow themselves to relax, get nice and comfortable and just move into a place of stillness. And we're just going to practice here just a short micro meditation just to get ourselves in the habit of being able to expand, being able to practice working with our imagination. So just allow yourself to get comfortable, straighten up your neck, relax your shoulders. And from here, gently connect with the breath. So gentle inhales through the nose. Gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. And again, gentle inhales. Gentle exhales. Just allow the rhythm of the breath to continue to flow naturally. The inhale meeting the exhale. The exhale meeting the inhale. And before we go deeper into our imagination, let us just quickly scan our body to allow ourselves to relax even further. So gently now with your awareness on your breath, gently begin to bring awareness to your feet and your legs and gently allow your feet and your legs to relax. Good. And gently from here, just bring your awareness to your torso, to your hips and to your groin. Just allow your torso, your hips and your groin to gently relax. And from here, continuing to breathe, just bring your awareness to your chest, your upper chest, your shoulders. And with a gentle exhale, just allowing that part of yourself to relax as well. 
And so continuing to move your awareness to your forearms, to your biceps, to your wrists, to your hands, allowing your forearms, your biceps, your wrists, and your hands to gently relax. Good. And gently from here, bringing your awareness up to your throat, to your chin, even your tongue, gently removing the tongue from the top of your mouth if you choose or keeping it there. Allow your throat, your chin, your jaw, your tongue to gently relax. And bring an awareness to the rest of your face, to your nose, to your eyebrows, to your ears, to the top of your head. Just allowing your nose, your eyebrows, your ears, and the top of your head to gently relax. And so continue to connect with the breath here, being present in this moment, in this stillness. And as you do, we'll begin to bring the imagination inwards. And so gently begin to imagine yourself standing in a field. And within this field, begin to bring yourself into it through your sensations through the experience of all the different senses. So imagining yourself barefoot, imagining the feeling of the dirt underneath your feet, the coolness running up through the soles into your body, imagining the grass gently being long enough so that you can touch it with your fingers, feeling what that feels like. And just making this moment as real as possible as practice. And then from here, gently bringing your awareness to the air, feeling the air on your skin and breathing in another gentle, deep breath. And so from here, continue to look around in this field and off in the distance, you see a tree. And above this tree, you see the paradigm shift sigil floating with a pulse of energy at the middle of it, gently expanding, beating like a heart, sending out a signal and a pulse. And so imagining this tree with this floating sigil, this portal above it, and imagining beyond that the sky, perhaps the sky literally just being the space, literally being the stars. And so slowly begin to move towards the tree, begin to move towards the portal. And whether you choose to walk or whether you choose to float in this moment is up to you. Just allowing yourself to be present of all your sensations, feeling the grass moving past you, feeling the air, feeling it in your lungs. And so gently begin to bring yourself closer to the tree. And as you do, you see other people sitting around it, talking, having conversation, some of them meditating, some of them dancing having fun, engaged in conversation. Some of them gently giving one another a massage. You allow yourself to feel the joy in this moment, 
to feel, deeply feel what this space represents, the connection of community, the gathering point of inspired souls. And so as you observe around you, still aware of your sensations, walk closer to the tree and gently put your hand on it. And as you do, as you put one hand or two hands, you feel the bark of it. And as you look up, you see the tree perhaps appearing more magical than what it previously had. So imagining it in whatever form you wish the tree to be. And as you touch the tree, you can feel that as you breathe, it breathes. As it breathes, you breathe. And so you feel as you breathe in a coolness moving through the tree as if it is a liquid underneath its surface. And as you close your eyes within your imagination, you can even begin to visualize the roots of the tree reaching down into the earth, connecting to the crystal at its core, connecting to the heart of Gaia itself. And so in this moment, gently imagine yourself placing your forehead or even giving the tree a hug. And as you do, pour your love and your intention into it while also receiving the love of it, the collective love of the community in this moment. And so, as you gently just allow yourself to connect with the tree in this moment, know that your thoughts are actualizing it on a quantum field within a hyperdelic aspect of this reality. And as you pour your love into it, this tree becomes more and more real within the dream space. Allow yourself to remember, allow yourself to feel what this moment is for you. Connecting with it, feeling the bark on your arms as you hug it, feeling the texture of it even against your forehead as you place your face against it, and gently breathing into it. So just remain here just for a few more breaths. Gentle inhales, gentle exhales. Deep breaths, connecting and feeling the cooling energy moving through you. Feeling the heart expansion in this moment. Knowing that this tree, that this gathering point, this portal, connected with the paradigm shift portal above, connects many of us, all of us together in this moment, in this story, through the heart. And so from here, just take another moment with the tree in whatever way you wish. Thank it however you wish. Give it an extra tight hug. Even gently give it a kiss if you want, whatever you feel you wish to do. And then gently from here, just allow yourself to sit down with your back against the tree, feeling the support of it up against your spine. And continue to breathe here as you feel the energy moving up from your root, up your spine, up to your brow, down past your brow, past your lips, back over your heart, and down to your root, creating a full cycle like a flowing water wheel. 
And so you breathe here as you breathe with the energy of the tree. And you look around and you see people in this moment continue to gather. You see people continuing to talk, continuing to engage, some of them dancing and playing. And in this moment, you just allow yourself to be at peace in this stillness. And so as you look up at the branches of the tree again, acknowledging its beauty, acknowledging its magic, acknowledging what this feeling is for you. And take a specific moment here to remember that and carry that intention, encode that intention so that you can feel it and bring it back within any moment of your waking life and your dream space. Remember it not just by the idea, but remember it by what it feels like. Remember it by what it means to you. And so, as we begin to conclude this micro-meditation, imagine yourself closing your eyes while still sitting underneath the tree. And just continue to take a few more breaths here. And as much as you choose, allow yourself a part of yourself to remain at the tree, to remain present, to remain within this astral shared space. And so that as you return to the tree, you are in fact returning to visit yourself, to connect with the self that is always there as much as you choose to be. And so connecting with the breath again, visualizing within yourself the energy the energy of the tree moving and connecting forward connecting through you as you connect with the energy of it and pouring your love into it with each heartbeat allowing the tree to become brighter with each heartbeat allowing yourself to become brighter and so just take another couple breaths here in this place of calmness and just be here in your own moment of oneness just for the next couple breaths i'll just stop talking and just be here in your own breath connecting with this moment connecting with this tree so go ahead and breathe So allow this calmness, this peace, allow this moment to expand beyond this simple micro-meditation. Allow this feeling to remain with you. Know that you can call upon it at any point, simply through your imagination, simply through the breath. So from here, gently continuing to breathe, encoding this moment into your heart. And slowly, as we begin to transition out of this meditation, just allow yourself to project any intention. Just say to yourself whatever words you need to say to help bring this reality into fruition. So you'll say, I will be at the tree. I will come to the tree. I am at the tree. Any sort of mantra, any sort of words, any sort of phrase to allow this moment to be what it needs to be for you.
and so it is. And so still aware of the breath, gently from here, we'll begin to transition our awareness and imagining a part of yourself still sitting under the tree as you slowly begin to transition your awareness back to your physical body, aware of the breath, and gently at your own pace when you're ready, begin to bring awareness to your physical body by slowly wiggling your toes, wiggling your fingers. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Just take another moment here, taking your time. Awesome. And with that said, we'll slowly bring everyone back. And before we officially wrap things up, I'm more than happy to just hear any feedback from anybody, either on the meditation or just any appreciation they want to express for the class and for the community before we finish the broadcast. So um just kind of pulling up the mics a little bit does anybody want to share anything based on that meditation or how was it for you guys if anybody wants to share anything i just want to say thank you for all your time okay cool <laughs> thanks emily appreciate it awesome and thank you for tuning in with your daughter as well <laughs> you're awesome. welcome <laughs> cool thanks um Rachel, Jacqueline, uh, Thomas, anyway, if you guys wanted to share anything. I was just going to, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Thomas. Go ahead. I was just going to say I've had a little bit of success, but I still I still feel a, a mild amount of anxiety, uh, even though I have no reason to. So I know mm. that um, I'm getting closer. Good for you. I'm getting, getting closer to the mansion. Getting closer sure. to the mansion. Good, good for you, man. Thank you for sharing. That's good. And, and again, you know, I think just being able to admit that and talk about that is part of the journey. So you're not the only one. So yep. awesome. Thank you, Thomas. Cool. Um, Jacqueline, Rachel, did you guys want to share anything before we wrap up the broadcast? Uh, yes, I just wanted to say thank you for creating the space and uh, for everyone that um, is included to make it keep going because it's really awesome. So thank you. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of it, Jacqueline, as well. And I'm never going to get your name wrong again. I promise. Good. I drilled it into your brain. It took me so. like two years. I don't know why. It's but all good. It's all good. It must be my Canadian accent, I swear. That's my right? excuse. <laughs> anyway. But thank you. Thank Love you. you guys. Love you too. Awesome. And um, Rachel, was there anything you wanted to share before we wrap up? Um, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Bren. Thanks to the universe for this chance to be here and for you to, for you of giving us this opportunity to talk about this and to meditate. It was, it was really, really nice. I really liked it. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Sweet. Well, thank you too as well, Rachel, and, and all the best with the shift in Mexico. I'm excited to hear more about that in future broadcasts. So, yay! <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and uh, next time you see Anubis, tell him we said hi. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. Awesome. Okay. Thanks again. Cool. Sweet.
Awesome, guys. All right. So thank you very much, everyone, for, for tuning into this. Uh, I just want to give a shout out again to people in the live chat. Um, I, I love that. Uh, Nathan, Nathan Ridge is just saying, he says, I am, or he says, I am at the tree. Um, I, 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 at first I read that it's just, I am the tree, which I like too. It's like, be the tree. We are the tree. So, which is very true as well. So, um, very cool guys. So again, let's, uh, kind of keep that in mind and, and whether you're listening to this, you know, at any point in the future, just keep that in mind that that shared dream tree idea is, is a very potent idea and, and keep that in mind. And, and I would love to hear people's experiences when, when you make it to the dream tree and, and, and you are already there is the beauty of it. So, uh, I'll be thinking about it tonight as I fall asleep. And, and of course I'll be happy to share it with you guys as the ongoing progress unfolds within my own journey. And I look forward to being able to hear, but hear more from you guys and be able to, uh, I'm excited to be able to share a platform in which we can do that together. So, Thank you so much, everyone, for, for tuning in once again. And as always, please continue these conversations beyond this broadcast. Talk to your friends about dreams. Talk to your family about dreams. Ask them if they know anything about lucid dreaming and, and maybe you can share and maybe uh, that would be a great way for, for you to be able to open up more conversations. And, and that's the beauty of it. So keep carrying the shift with you is uh, the message of this broadcast and, and many other broadcasts. So. With that said, let's just take another breath here. Just allow ourselves to connect with the gratitude in this moment. Gentle inhales. And big exhale. <sighs> we did it. We made it. Another successful broadcast. So thank you guys so much again for tuning into this. ParadigmShiftCentral.com. Tune in for future broadcasts. Create your conscious articles and your quest journals online. Share your uh, awesome journeys and adventures. Keep leveling up within the game. Keep leveling up within the dream. And uh, Patreon.com forward slash Brendan Colton. Add your support and much love to all of you for being involved and Thank you guys just so much. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the dreams may come. And uh, yeah, with that said, much love everyone. So I'm going to, I'm going to unmute everyone in a second and let's all uh, say goodnight to everyone on the internet together. So uh, in, on behalf of Emily, Thomas, Jacqueline and Rachel and everyone else tuned into this guys, let's say goodnight to everyone tuning into this. So goodnight everyone. We love you guys. See you on the tree. <laughs> all right much Bye. love guys keep it shifty see you in the future one love